Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Yo. It's Grapsody, what will fill in red, trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads. It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void. Three black fans, different perspective, got to fill your voice. Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between. Yeah, it's all that. And we're down with Fightful, better fallback. Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat. No need to double check, these are all facts. You're listening to us talk raps. You're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're Grapsity here to talk Graps, and welcome to another edition of Grapsity. Of course, I say that like this is going to be any ordinary edition, but there's a number of reasons why this is not any ordinary edition of Grapsity. Uh, well, for one, you notice there's four of us, and we will go around the circle because I'm Will Washington, but I'm not alone here because also here is Mr. Philip Lindsay. I am here. Um, CP time as usual, guys. You know, hey man, you know the vibes, uh, man. Like you can almost guarantee we're never going to be more than nine minutes late because Streamyard won't let you be nine minutes late. So therefore, on, there's like, a, okay, we got to start now. Uh, also, here is Mister Anticipation, man. Anticipation. <laughs> yes. Also, here is Mister Righteous Reg. In the building, it's your favorite, best in the world, your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster, Righteous Reg, on location, Bakersfield, California. Yo, it's been the craziest week of all time. Uh, you guys, like, you talking about being late? Uh, after this week, I can get nine fucking minutes, yo. It's been insane. So let us have this, you guys. Relax out here. This Grab City is Saturday morning. We fucking so, go, baby. Um, are you okay, my friend? Because uh, <sighs> I was like, yo... What is going on with my man's ride? Like, <laughs> well, we got to tell that story in just a second because we still got one more person to introduce. But for those who aren't following on Twitter, there's quite a story here. Um, but dear friend of the show, and we're so glad to finally have her here on Grapsity from Wrestling Wind Down. It's 
Low. Hello. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited to be here. Thank so you. excited so to finally much. have you here. Oh, yeah, so. this is great. We've been wanting this for a while. We've been putting this work in motion for a minute. So thanks for joining us. Thank you. Reg. <laughs> uh, I, I will say this. Um, what started out probably in one of the worst situations possible, uh, I, I can already see it in you that there's some lifting in your spirit when it was mm-hmm. all said and done. But yeah. tell the folks what happened. Honestly, I still don't know what happened, to keep it real. So uh, on Sunday morning... Do you want me to play the video? I could play the video. I mean, yeah. Uh-huh. Hold on. I got to pull it up. Um... Sunday morning, I woke up, got my clothes on, went outside. I was about to work all day in this fucking car. And so I go outside, walk up to the car, and I'm just like looking, and I'm like, something does not look right here. Just walking. I'm like, did I park my car right here? Because this looks weird over here. I'm still walking and then just like... Yeah, let him. Let him. You got it. Uh, I'm. I'm getting it. Give me. Yeah. Um, it's right. gonna take a couple more seconds. Page, you know what's lit. I, yeah, I, I found it. Yeah. Uh, hold up. It's. It give me about thirty seconds 30 to fully seconds. get it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, it's been pretty crazy, honestly. It's been. It's only been six days, and it's been like legit the most six insane six days. In a long, long, long time. I just, uh, I don't, I still don't know, man. I'm still just like, what? How, uh, what? So, yeah. Look, uh, when I saw it, I forgot where I was when I saw this. I was not at home, but uh, I was still like in complete shock. Uh, and I, I need you all to just, See what we saw. Again, if you weren't on social media at the time, you may have missed this. But uh, Righteous Reg, this was his Sunday morning. Currently says processing. Come on, StreamYard. <laughs> Unbelievable. This... It's only like a minute video. Bro. I know. On here. Um, yeah. Okay. Here, here we go. All right, you guys. So uh, I came outside to get in my car and everything is normal that's my car it exploded it caught on fire i didn't hear it i didn't see it i don't know what the fuck happened here i'm confused i don't know i'd like i'm just in shock honestly at this point I drive my car for a living so i don't have a living my car is exploded. It caught on fire. My car is broken. Life is bad. Life is so bad. So I immediately thought of the scene from Ladies Man when he comes out. He's like, My house moved. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a bunch of conspiracy theories. My mom thinks one of my girlfriend's boyfriends set it on fire. So, oh, uh, that's dramatic. Yeah, it's pretty dramatic. Wait, wait, not what your friends think. No, mom, <laughs> Mia. Yeah, shout out to Mia. 
Uh, she thinks that one of my girlfriend's boyfriends set my car on fire. That's a conspiracy theory. Um, I think maybe there's been fireworks. Fourth of July is coming up. A firework could have got in there. Um, but really, somebody just like it's lit in Oakland. Like I said, uh, if you've seen, if you've been attached to any of this, the fire department, they don't care. Police department, no one cares. Like that's how. Yeah. So the thing that got me was you, you said that the fire department put it out and didn't say shit to you. They put the fire out. Some dude was out there like, yeah, they put the fire out at 2 a.m. And I'm like, no one. I didn't have any missed calls. I didn't have anything. I didn't have shit. It was just like nothing. Nobody called me. Nobody cared. So I was just like, oh, cool. And then when I called them to be like, hey, is there a report? Is there something? They're just like, oh, uh, it'll come in a week, maybe. But you have to file this. I'm like, they did not care at all. Nobody cared. And so I'm like, that's how I knew it's like, it's Oakland, it's lit. And that's how I know it's just like, somebody just set my car on fire and it doesn't matter. It's just was like your car, car the only one that caught on fire? Yeah, a little bit of the car in front of me caught yeah. on fire. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's Oakland, nobody cares. Um, they like, leave it there for a week and then get it towed. That's it. So, wow. Uh, yeah, so, man. If you can give to my man's GoFundMe, man, because yeah. that, yeah. uh, that was crazy. Definitely Imagine waking up and you're just like, "Hey, I'm gonna walk to my car and it's burned to death. Somebody murdered my car in cold <laughs> blood, killed my baby girl, murdered her dead. She's dead, and somebody did it. Somebody did this. Fabulous. Somebody cold. did this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, hey, but in good news, man. But in good Dope. news, like you guys have been mentioning this uh, GoFundMe. So I released a GoFundMe the same day I gathered myself together, like this wild experience, released this GoFundMe. And honestly, the response, the, res the support, uh, anything from everyone that's happened this week has. <sighs> Whoa. My father said, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, American Nightmare, shout out to yes. Cody Rhodes. Shout out to Cody Rhodes. But... Hey, man, wonderful. You guys, bro. it's a, uh, this, like, I can't, I can't put into words how much <laughs> this shit, like, I didn't know. I know I was out here, but I didn't know I was out here like that. Like, I didn't know that. Like, if I did this, like, so many people were going to just give to me and show support to me, man. Hey, man. Look, I thought I thought for a second you were doing the Cody Rhodes, like, uh, <laughs> promo style. Mm -hmm. Same. <laughs> the, no, so I was, sorry, I was like, man. already ready to buy into the bit. But look, man. Hey man, I, we got your back. Appreciate everybody that's um, given to my man because that is crazy to just come outside and your car is just like gone. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out yeah. everybody who supported Shout out to Rich. Everyone who has supported. Shout out to Cody Rhodes. He's fucking cool, man. Shout out to Fightful for making a tremendous donation. Uh, SRS, Jimmy Van, I really appreciate y'all, man. It's been dope. And everybody else, even if you haven't donated and you just sent me a tweet that says, you know, shout out to you, support, whatever, 
Like, thank you so much. You guys have like really made an awful day into an amazing afterwards. I've been feeling like, man, like fuck a car. Like to have support like that is awesome. Like that's way more than anything. Like a burned car is whatever money, who cares? But like for people to be like, we support you. We want to be down for you. Here you go is amazing. Thank you all. I love you. This is great. I'm going to be fucking from here on out. It's like, you guys thought media man was on now. It's, it's fucking lit right here from on so because I know there's so much support. Like we're going to the fucking moon. Shout out to Cameron Grimes, baby. So thank you guys. Thanks, Will. Also made a tremendous Trump donation. I love you, my brother. Hey man. Hey. Jer- hey Jeremy P, man. It is it is Pride Month. So yeah, we do appreciate gay people around here. Like, knock it off, bro. Get out of here. What what is happening here? I'm not scrolled all the way down. I'm way far up in the chat, trying to get to the supers in the humper chats. Ooh. I just I just saw him say gay. And nah, Jeremy man, we, P, I'll nah, beat we, your ass, bitch boy. Get out of here, bro. It, it's Pride Fuck Month, you. bro. We're not. Come doing on, that. dude. What are you even yeah. talking about? Get leave this place. Get out of here. So, I want to give low the floor for a sec for those who are yes. not familiar. Ooh, Jesus, Louise. Thanks, you low. Sorry for starting this like that. We might have been brought you in right after. Crazy. I don't know. I didn't know this was gonna happen. This is just like, you know, these are emotions. This is real. This is real, baby. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, that floor is yours. (laughs) Yes. So I am Lo. I am the host and founder of Wrestling Wind Down. It is a female founded wrestling podcast where we focus on wrestling, but also wine. So um, if you love wine or you love wrestling, we would love to have you listen to the show. Um, We have a lot of amazing guests, both men and women within the wrestling community, both inside and outside of the ring. So, yeah, we'd love to have you join our little community. How's the uh, the drop on your boy Wardlow? Has he sent out any fillers to you? I know you're a big Wardlow fan. You know what? I'm still waiting. Still waiting? Oh, yeah. Still still waiting. I think he sent you a letter. It's in the mail. It's oh, like, you know what? I'll check. Well. Yeah, yep, you, know, I'll you check. better check on that. Shout out to Wardlow. <laughs> Hop on Wrestling Wine down, Wardlow. The people want it. The people We need want wine you. and Wardlow Wednesdays. That's all I'm saying. I say it every time I do an interview. Wardlow, prepare to be sick of me. Oh. this is about to be a a really big week in in general i feel like one just everything that's happened i was going over the topics list for today and i when i came across jeff hardy i'm like that was this week that That feels like a year ago (laughs) yeah kind of connected on to everything that's happened to me this week once again the greatest love of my all time shot out to pro wrestling for always being there to get my mind off of everything. Pro wrestling gods were like, you know what, Reg? We got you. Here's 1,000 stories, and they're all insane. <laughs> all insane. Hey, also. Got that, got that fourth ring, too, buddy. Oh, let's you go, got the baby. fourth ring? Are you the kidding Warriors, me? The, baby. the Warriors. Three, number four. Every time Kendrick Lamar drops, the fucking Warriors win the chip, baby. Everybody was talking a little shit about Steph Curry when he's saying this. Phil's been talking. That can't be true. Wait, 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 wait. That can't be true because I'm thinking about the year. For a minute, and every time they try to count your boy out, he drops a whole bunch of threes in your motherfucking face. It's the Warriors 2022. 
NBA world champions, Oakland, California, even though they're in San, San Francisco, California right now, but that doesn't matter. Oakland, California, <laughs> in the fucking building, baby. It's lit for us. Now, uh, honestly, Boston was tough. I thought, like, for a minute, I was like, oh, it's looking a little bit dicey there. I don't know. I, 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 I might I, be able to do this. Oh, no, man. After after uh, Steph put that 40, 43 on him in game four, I knew it was over. I was like, nah, Anytime this, this was As soon as this happened, it was. I was like, all right. So, nah, all right, and it. uh no, and it was it was actually a really good series. Uh, it was six really good games. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm sorry, man. I I I everybody knows I'm a Bulls fan, but yeah, I just I haven't been appreciating the Steph slander for a while, and I'm like, nah, man, we got to get my man his his fourth ring, get him his Finals MVP, get him right, get Wiggins right. I need people Ooh. to apologize to Wiggins because people were talking crazy, real crazy, real crazy. And it's okay, so- Draymond, well, they was talking crazy <laughs> about Draymond, and he started locking down. He was all over the court, bro. Slamming niggas. He, so he, that, he uh, that, I guess, because I was like, yo, play better, bro. Play better. <laughs> that, that Kendrick stat, that would be including, so it has include the Black, yeah, Panther, Black soundtrack. Panther soundtrack. Okay. So I was like, wait, 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 wait. That can't be right. But okay. If you're including the Black Panther soundtrack, then. He produced that old album. He wrote the whole thing. It's his album. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Okay. Fine. Uh, well, there's so much else, and don't forget, uh, give us a thumbs up if you're sitting there. Just like us right now. Give it the give it the thumbs up. Um, leave us a super chat. Leave us a humper chat. We'll read them both on the show. Uh, Humperchats.com. Those uh, bigger cut of those go to um, uh, go to us and help support what we do here on Grab City here at Fightful. Uh, Hey, my podcasting run turned 17 today. Uh, I'll always remember that I recorded my first one and put it out June 18th, 2005. And here we are, June 18th, 2022. Somehow we've come back around and we're finally back on a Saturday again. Uh, But (laughs) because I did record that on a Saturday, 17 years, one of the longest podcasters in the game. Uh, I know there are. So give my boy flowers, man. (laughs) My boy flowers. Now, I, I will recognize that there have been others that have been doing this longer, but weren't calling what they were doing podcasts. Because obviously, like, you know, uh, the, the Observer was around a long time. They didn't start calling what they do podcasts until, like, 09. And so, uh, but as far as officially doing something called a podcast, uh, RBR... Uh, actually, at the time, we didn't, it wasn't even called RBR yet. It was Team Game Online's podcast because I was running a blog at the time called Team Game Online. And we just decided to do a podcast out of that. Uh, and every week since June 18th of 2005, I have been talking and talking and talking. It's one of my favorite things to do. Uh, I am still enjoying this. There was probably a little down period for me. And if you go back and listen, you could probably hear where my mood had kind of soured on it a little bit. But at the moment, I am having more fun than I've ever had. It's October 2nd, 2021. It's been... Oh, my God. You know, I, I, I went back this morning and I listened to my first podcast and uh, I'm still kind of shaky from the cringe because I can't believe these were even conversations we were having at the time. Of uh, we were talking about the 2005 WWE draft and whether or not they should draft any uh, mid carters, and we were arguing about that because 
Um, it was just all main eventers, but in hindsight, and I was on the side of they should just stick with the main eventers because they were doing one pick per show. And I remember making the point of like, how much of a waste of time would it be if we were like, all right, in the next draft pick on this episode of Raw, Sylvain Grigne, and like, who the hell would care? <laughs> Why well, you gotta bring Sylvain into this, man? <laughs> and, and like, I don't know, I. But it's just funny, like, hearing the complete lack of confidence in myself at 17 doing a podcast, which is why, like, shout out Shell 17 like, uh, you know, I, I, I've talked to her, given her all the credit in the world, because when I was 17 doing this, I didn't know the world I was navigating. I didn't have any confidence in it. Um, I didn't want anybody knowing I ran the show because... Uh, I felt like no one was going to take a show run by a black man seriously. And so uh, I intentionally put my co-hosts in the front. um, And oddly enough, that worked at the time because at the time there wasn't like a major black wrestling community the way we have it now. And it did help build an audience for that show. But like uh, I had so many regrets about that almost like day one of like, I didn't want to be the background player of it, but at the same time, I, I, I struggled with that. So here we are 17 years later, and yeah, again, Forefront I'm just now, having, having the time of my life. The champ is here, baby. Uh, and <laughs> hey, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> I know, right? It's been here the whole time. I know. Had it here the whole time. Um, big gold. Uh, belt in the, building. the big gold. This is actually my, my... It's hard because of my belts, I feel... Of just belts in general. I, I obviously only buy belts I like. Um, but I feel like this is such a classic and it's still so great. It's still so universal. Not to be confused with the universal championship. Black people but love this belt, man. The I big gold belt. Pastor Troy come out with Pastor Troy, the, honestly... <laughs> Yeah. No, uh, they actually have thing. Yeah, yeah. No, my barbershop, they've got one on the shelf. And, uh, it's it's one of those like pass around kind of things. Everybody loves the big gold. Uh, it's again, I think the thing about the big gold that uh, that resonates so hard is that one, there's no logo anywhere on it. So like anybody can wear this. Anybody can walk around like you. You literally you, you pick up the, the current WWE championship. You're literally just walking around with the WWE logo on. Um, and then yeah. AEW, same deal. It's got the giant AEW in the middle. But, like, this one here is just world rest- world heavyweight wrestling champion. And that's it. Uh, and it works for anybody. Any promotion could, uh, like, I almost hate that WWE owns the rights to it and just, like, retired it. because. And it's almost been 10 years since we've seen it. It's been nine. But uh, it's such a great belt. <laughs> and, well, you, um, you have belts, too? Hello? I have one right there in the mm. background. That's the only yes, one I have. I used it's to the Raw Women's title, I, right? Yes. I used to have uh, one when I was like 9 or 10, the classic Women's Championship, but ooh, I no longer ooh. have it. Oh, what happened to it? What could that possibly happen to it? You know, I had fell out of wrestling for like a little bit, and I had mm-hmm. had the stuff that I did have. I donated it, so it went. Oh, dope. But, I yeah. see. What, what, what do you think? What's your favorite out of the, the classic, the divas, and the current? Someone's going to come from my neck. I love the Divas Championship. I feel mm-hmm. like it's just, it's pretty, it's girly, but mm-hmm. I also like the classic Women's Championship. I feel like you can't go wrong with that one, but right. I know I'm going to get Diva Slander. 
No, you like know, no, you know what? I hear that a lot pretty often about people liking the like not just the championship, but that era too. Like a lot of people I, like the divas era is this, but a lot of people that's they were I mean, to that total divas and stuff, you know? I, well you have to think about what eras got people into pro wrestling, right? When you think about um and, and, and in general, I think that everything will eventually have it's nostalgia and everything will eventually have its fans um that that come out and miss certain things and there and also everything's gonna have its detractors i've said i said all last year right that i thought that the 2021 is going to be looked at really fondly in hindsight and it already is there are a lot of people who are just like man remember last summer how dope this was how dope this was like uh i, I see all of this nostalgia for last year and that's that's how it goes. That... Girl, I saw a nostalgia for a Stone Cold and uh, Kevin Owens. Someone's like, "Do you guys remember this?" I'm like, "Yo, that just happened two months ago." Yes. <laughs> no, honestly, though, that feels like an eternity ago. Like it really I, does. <laughs> that we are. It feels like we are so far removed from that. I, it's only been like three months, not even. And I still have to remind myself: Stone Cold wrestled this year. He did. He did. Uh, <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a very eventful year. Uh, that, like, what happened? Stone Cold wrestled this year? Yeah. He had a match in the main event of WrestleMania? He did, and that's very, like, at the end of the year, <laughs> that's going to be buried and all this yeah. years, you know? It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's been a crazy time. Um, and yeah. Say what's up? You were at WrestleMania? I was. How, did, how was it? How was it seeing Stone Cold Steve Austin? amazing but i wish he wouldn't have wrestled i wish he would have just did like an in-ring segment like i wasn't too much of a fan of the match and the stunner on Vince man thank god they have a great editing team because that was a mess so so wait (laughs) i forgot about that stunner oh my god that was they probably could have gotten away like not doing the stuff from the next night yeah Yeah, definitely uh, yeah you just needed the stuff on the first night the stuff on the second night was wholly unnecessary in my opinion Mm-hmm. Yes. Damn. Well, let's check out some uh, some super chats, or, or I suppose we'll do the the humpers first, right? Let's uh, let's get that going. Um, we have this one from Numlocks. It says uh, WWE and others have said that this was a consensual relationship, but getting right uh, into hi. it. Huh? Yep. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> but how? It, they're 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 getting straight up into it. Yeah. Um. And hold on, I'm trying to get the rest of it. But it says, but how consensual can a relationship with your billionaire boss be, where you have to sign an NDA, get paid hush money, and get handed off like a toy to another rich white guy? Um. I mean, most will say that uh, when you have that big of a power dynamic, when the difference in a salary is two digits, um, that you can't really have a consensual relationship. Um, so that's there. there's that. Uh, so strong point. Uh, let's see. We got a, another one from Ryan Van Twinblade. Yo. Van Twinblade in the building. Yeah, Van Twinblade. Shout out to Van Twinny. Van Twinny says, oh, we got more pouring in just as we're trying to get them going. So, 
Uh, Van Twinblade says, I was at AEW this week. Shout out to Davey Vega as the barber. Shout out to Danny, Outlaw, Suede, Moses, Camaro, Kenny, and ATM for taking those Wardlow bumps. Smashed. Yeah, Wardlow <laughs> was beating all their asses. All the St. Louis homies got their asses beat. <laughs> Next month, (laughs) (laughs) next month at Glory Pro, War Horse and Ethan Page versus Camaro Jackson and Mike Bennett. Holy fuck, Bennett! Uh, Yeah, shout out Glory Pro. So that I I was thinking about Van Twinblade, pretty much that entire show. Yeah, (laughs) me too. And uh, shout out to Mike Bennett because he's a really cool guy that represents for pro wrestling. Pretty. He does, Mike Bennett, good friend of mine. and love Good Mike. Day. I was actually going through my shirts this morning and I almost wore my Mike Bennett shirt on this show. But now I was like, oh, I got the Grap City shirt. I'm going to wear this so, one. Baby, uh, my mom wore her Grap City shirt to get her wrist surgery on Wednesday. It's why I'm here okay. in Bakersfield to drive her to a wrist surgery. And she wore her Grap City shirt. So we were in the building representing while my mom was getting how, surgery. So. How did the surgery go? It went great. It went. Uh, she thought she was going to have a bigger cast and things. And she, it wasn't. They got her like some little wrist support thing and she's feeling great so yeah it was good good uh let's see we got jennifer says uh missed last week and have to miss this week have an awesome show gents and keep being amazing thank you for all you do much love and support thanks jennifer you're the best you're amazing yes always appreciate you uh, and let's take a look at some of the super duper chats. Uh, we got Rayo oh, says, just want to send some love to media, man. Double R life is crazy. Keep killing it, fellas. Thanks, Ray. Appreciate that, bro. That's super dope. Yes. Uh, let's see. Deontay says, uh, that motherfucker said, we're all in this together. This ain't high school musical. Y'all not my family, Vince. Y'all be blessed today. <laughs> Yo. Man, I appreciate you, Deontay. Reg, <laughs> best rapper, Phil, funny man, extraordinary, Will, best dad, role model. Thank you. I Thank appreciate you, all of that. I love the High School Musical reference. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's see what else but we this got. This kind of is High School Musical. That's what people forget. Like, that's what people forget about pro wrestling. Like, when people are talking about, um, oh, we need to be grilling Tony Khan and the media's thing. We need to be blah, blah, blah. This is pro wrestling at the end of the day. Like, at the end of the day, this is all fake. You know what I mean? Like, this Man. is, you can't compare it to the NFL. You can't compare it to NBA. You can't compare it to anything, but like, some, it's totally different than every media thing there is. So, and, and also, also, Reg was the guy who asked about Swole at the, conference what are you talking about like i when i saw that uh because people were tagging us and they're like oh lobbing them softball questions let me tell you first off uh because i I do want to address this so of course most of us keep a notepad of questions right uh or keep our notes open um keep questions alive basically the idea is you have you walk into these things with questions in mind, um, but then you also have to make sure that you're playing off of the room. You're not just asking yeah. stuff uh, that has already been answered or anything along those lines. You're going to make sure that uh, you respond to what's going on also. Um, that's kind of how you, you almost have to treat it like an interview in that regard. Right. Everybody's top question in that uh, media scrum, the last one was what's going on with mjf everybody's top question had something with mjf and when he said at the top of it not going to talk about that 
what the hell else am I supposed to do with that question? I mean, I saw people who were like, no, you should have hammered him harder. And asked, it should have been 12 you, of us being like, MJF, 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 and him saying no 12 times in a row. Like, what and, and the thing is, we only get one question. So it was like, okay, am I going to waste my first, my, my one question on, uh, hey, talk to us about MJF after you already say he's not going to talk about MJF. That was literally, like, I tweeted the joke about everybody, the, the Simpsons joke, everybody's hand going up about MJF, and then everybody's hand going down when he said, I'm not going to talk about MJF. Like, and if you're going to be mad that Tony Khan is friendly with this, you got to pick something else. And and, 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 I, 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 and the thing is, <laughs> I came with preps for the MJF stuff. I had the, 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 the flight information, like, on my screen. I was, like, ready to be like, okay, questions. Uh, MJF, Bob. Yeah, yeah, and then when he said not talking about MJF, I went, okay, gotta gotta pivot. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What did you want me to do? You want me to hammer on MJF, waste my other question on getting told not gonna answer that? Like, okay, um, but don't you worry, your boys will be back in the building next Saturday or next Sunday, uh, for Forbidden Door. Where there are, as of this morning, rumors flying. Like crazy rumors flying. Oh, man. Look, if we were really robbed of that Andrade Osprey oh, yeah. match, shame on you, CMLL. Oh, shame on God, you. A pox dude. on your entire family. <laughs> oh, that match. What the what? You guys got to get it together. We need that match. What are you talking about? It's crazy out here. Um, I also saw... Uh, they, I mean, have you guys seen every rumor going around? I haven't seen anything I haven't. today. There's I've only crazy. seen the Andrade one. Um, so I don't know how true this one is. This is literally just rumor. I don't believe it. Okay, this is one of those believe it when I see it kind of things. But uh, I will say that um, uh, our boys over at Jcast, who did correctly get the forbidden door announcement out there that they they dropped that story and they were like spot i think the only thing they were off on was the date right they thought they said the 23rd which would have been a thursday um but they did have the event correct Mm -hmm. and they're hinting over there that jay white's opponent is going to be revealed to be kenny and i'm like that sounds insane and Sounds crazy. I know that sounds insane, and I'm like, there's it no. The build. I know, right? And I'm like, that there's no damn way. I refuse to believe it. I can't. No way. I can't no chance. No, I. I this is one of those things where I'm not getting my hopes up for that. But man, <laughs> can you imagine though? That would be crazy. <laughs> Who's it gonna be if it's if it's not? Um, I mean, I'm thinking it becomes like a triple threat or something, but uh, with with both. But my God, if it is Amen. amazing. By the way, I got on here as soon as Bullet Club came out and did that thing at Dun Taco, and I was like, "Your man is gonna have that championship in a few months." And mm-hmm. people were like, "Ah, Okada this, Okada that," and I said, "Nah, Jay White does not make false promises. <laughs> he will have the championship." <laughs> He got it. He brought it to Dynamite. Uh, yeah, he did. A uh, shout out Life of Deem uh, says, Happy Saturday. Can't watch live, but this has been the craziest year in wrestling in recent memory. Also, fuck Vince for that tone deaf segment yesterday for booking another Brock Roman match and fuck anyone being nasty and harassing that woman. Uh, not going to talk about that that piece of it. Um, 
but uh, the this is not necessary. Um, and yeah, that segment we'll we'll talk about that here shortly. Uh, because that tire, dude. There's no way. Like that was an SNL skit. Like I don't know what. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was uh, that was nasty. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, D'Lo Diggs says, uh, super everyone, not wrestling related, but man, that TMNT game is super hot fire. Yeah, what's up uh, with this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game that everybody's going ham over? Okay, um, so this, I, I have been playing it. It's really good. So pretty much it's a throwback to the old Konami games. This game is not by Konami, but it's all done in the style of the old Konami games. They they did like 16-bit style graphics, um, but it's animated 60 frames a second, so it, it looks really smooth. Um, it's animated in the old style of uh, the, the 80s Ninja Turtles, which, as a Ninja Turtles fan, is my least favorite Ninja Turtles. Um, but uh, I'll say that the... Uh, but, of course, that's the one everybody's nostalgic for. It's it's the style of the old games. It plays like the old games. It's got some really cool combos, but it's the six player multiplayer that makes it super dope. You can play as uh, who who's all in it. It's the four Ninja Turtles, April O'Neil, um, Casey Jones, and Splinter. So there's seven playable characters, uh, but you can Splinter. have yes. <laughs> who's on, playing as Splinter? Hey, he bailed their asses out multiple times. They, at Come the on. end of the day, they're still teenagers. <laughs> And Master Splinter, <laughs> <I forgot. laughs> and, and at the end of the day, like they could never beat the Shredder. Ultimately, they needed Splinter for that. But uh, it's it's just a dope game, and it's a lot of fun. But then shout out to the soundtrack, Mega Ran uh, on the soundtrack. Yes. Come on. That's awesome. That's Shout out to Megaran for getting that mm-hmm. spot, man. He earned it. And, like, yeah, I went to go buy the game, and then I, it's in Game Pass. I didn't have to. Uh, so, oh, is it in Game Pass? It's in Game Pass. Better. Might have to oh, load that up. Yeah, yeah no, I, I was about to. I literally had it. Uh, I pulled it up, and I'm like, all right, let's enter the credit card information. I hit A, and it says download now. And I went, <gasps> yo. I got it. <laughs> so several, um, se- several times a week, I think about how the perfect guy to interview for our podcast is Xavier Woods. Because just sitting there and just being excited about this game, like, and I know Xavier <laughs> Woods is probably somewhere super excited. I know he's been playing it on Twitch. So come on, man, Woods, come, come through up, for one bro? time for Come on, week. what's up? Yeah, nah, it's uh, it's it's it plays exactly the way you want it to play. Uh, the combos are great. The, the little inside references. It's got a like full on story mode uh, with with cutscenes, but the cutscenes are like in the style of the old Super Nintendo games. Uh, they they did a really good job of creating a throwback style game. And look, man, I got I'm a finish this. Uh, I played like the first three levels with my kids, and uh, I'm gonna finish this. And then Sonic Origins comes out next week. <laughs> so yes. yeah, that's already. Like, are you kidding me? I am getting to live 90s nostalgia. I love it. All this week. It's going to be great. Do you uh, play Deontay- video games, low? You know what? I just got into SmackDown versus, or the 2K22. I always call it SmackDown versus Raw still because I used to play the older games. Yeah. But um, the graphics are good. There's some of the superstars that they really don't look like themselves. So... <laughs> You know, gotta be careful with that. But other than that, the gameplay has been really good, and I like the story mode. Oh, that's dope! Yeah, I still haven't played. I still uh, gotta get into that. 
the story mode is is cool. So you've been playing the um, the my career, or, or yeah, did I you? Do, the my yeah, career. okay. I okay. haven't gone into the GM one yet. I took a look at it and I was like, you're drafting people. It's way mm-hmm. more intense than it was with when it was like SmackDown versus Raw 2007, 2008. They've very much shout out 2007. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, the the my career, I. I like how simple they made the creator wrestler because like creator wrestlers can be like super deep and you can spend a lot of time in them. But like when you start to my career, they're just like, look, just pick some basic stuff and uh, and then go from here. Because like I don't want to spend two hours trying to create a wrestler just to play the story mode. You know, it's like five minutes. (laughs) They're they're like, look, just kind of pick some general stuff here and then get going. So uh, unless you already have a wrestler. Uh, Deontay said, Miss Lowe, nice to meet you too. Read you in my prayers. Um, Sailor Saturn says, uh, it's much, I think it meant not, uh, but for Reg's car fund, keep your head up. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. That's that's amazing. That's everything. (laughs) I like this name. CBD's nuts uh, says, (laughs) (laughs) what a year this week has been. It feels like decades since the MJF story. MJF, what happened? Five years ago. What are you talking about? Yeah, it was five years ago. What are you talking about? Uh, Was dominating the timeline. Glad to know you're okay. Although. That MJF promo feels like it was uh, ages ago. It does. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Jay White's promo after he won the title was better than that MJF promo. Uh, I thought that promo he cut in the the press conference was really good. It was it was that's that's possibly my promo of the year so far. Uh, Matt says, "Happy Saturday." Cena comes back, baby. He's about to take that. There you go. Promos on theory. (laughs) (laughs) It says, "Happy Saturday to my boys, Will, Phil, and Reg. What a week!" And WWE backwards spells you. And these old men are creepy. Love you, Reg, and gave a little bit. To a great person. Appreciate you, Matt. That's something. Yeah, WWE spelled backwards. Ten Ruse that says together. Red, don't forget. Reg didn't just make CM Punk cry, but damn, making us all cry. We love you, Reg. You're incredible, and support you to no end. July, please be chill. Thank you so much. No, July, relax. And Peter says, Big Gold AW and IWGP are perfect IMO. Uh, I mean, honestly, I I do love ones that are just like big and gold, and uh, I, I don't know that that's <laughs> that, that's it. It doesn't take much to appeal to me. Uh, just like yeah. Uh, let's see. We also got other belt remarks. Uh, he says, uh, "Will V four IWGP titles where it's at." Uh, guys, I'm hoping Mercedes, Soraya, AJ Mendez, Trinity, and Pam can have fun at AEW <laughs> together with everyone there. Um, we don't know. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> Quite the lot. Um, you, what do you guys think, uh, real quick? You, what do you think Paige is going to do in her next? Uh, you think she's going to end up over there? or like what, It's looking like she might be trying to get into the ring. Uh, I mean, she wants to, but yeah, yeah, she wants to. I don't know if she'll get cleared for it. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah. They, Everybody that's can want what they want, but it's the I mean, I, I think she will wrestle again. I mean, yeah. Edge is out here wrestling. I mean, Brian, we, that's at, one, at one point we thought Brian was never wrestling again, yep. and so it's possible. Um, and you know, I know how much it means to her, so I think it's gonna happen. Uh, here's the wackiest super chat we've ever got, but they spent uh, two dollars. So, um, media, y'all, TK and Matt all enabled Jeff Hardy. Uh, go to hell. 
Um, and we'll talk about that in a moment. But uh, the uh, Andrew the Giant says, "Much love to Reg. Hope Madcap Moss uh, Corbin Four put a smile on your face." You sicko! Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, what did they have a last laugh standing match or something? Yeah. Ew. Tim Gordon says, uh, "If it's Kenny Devil Sky or Battle Cry, I don't know. Bro. That's a." Uh, I mean, that's the thing. Is on an NJPW show. I feel like you guys. Bruh, that that's Kenny right Omega. This is cr- this show is crazy. I know. Man. I, <laughs> I, I again, not gonna get my hopes up because it doesn't even sound like a it, real thing. I mean, it doesn't. Kenny was fucked up. Like people keep forgetting, Kenny yeah. was fucked up. Man, he still need to get some body parts. I would love to see him be in somebody's corner though. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like the show can't go by without an appearance, at least. Like yeah, maybe yeah, playing like the RVD. Yeah, like the RVD at one night stand yeah. kind of deal where. Yeah. Uh, he's got to do something he like this. He comes on a promo, honestly. Yeah. Like, I was supposed to be here, but, you know, it's lit, so blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Just like Payson says, Roman versus Brock is going to be like a WWE 2K match, just finishers and vibes. <laughs> uh, and Eric, Eric Z says, sending love to Reg on a lighter note. Loved the uh, Sammy Coolio mashup. Will keep him coming. Sometimes I just make dumb... <laughs> <laughs> so, Reg, this so uh, when Reg and I did uh, Day After Dynamite, it was one of those things that kind of came up of like I wanted to do a mashup of Gangsta's Paradise and Sami Zayn's theme, and, and so I actually did make it. And like sometimes I just have these dumb mashup ideas where the songs, like I did the the Venus and King of Kings mashup. If nobody's seen that, that's on my Twitter. Um, but sometimes there are two songs that like go together in my head and I'm like, I just have to make this a mashup. And so I do. And then I never like do anything with it again. I just post the Twitter and it's gone. Um, and thank you, Eric Z. I'm glad you appreciated that. Uh, a couple more Steph The writer says, uh, so they said no to Seth, Drew, Bobby, Champa, Braun, uh, and said, let's do Brock for the fifth time. Fifth. Uh, but, oh my god, listen uh, I that's don't the ninth, right? see this match anymore Stop it <laughs> I don't want this match anymore, man Stop, I don't want it Do something else, WWE Do something else We've had the Brock match, we had all of them Do something else, bruh Do something else <laughs> bruh, We saw them in Saudi Arabia They then did big matches at Wrestlemania They've done it. it They've done it Alright, this, this is it Dude, dude, dude. Uh, oh my god everything there's nothing that they can do they've done it they've uh, all right this, each other up everywhere this is number five number five topic brock is back oh how um, <laughs> so when i said in the group chat i was like you're lying there's no way you're lying <laughs> well so the worst thing about this was uh so i was under the impression that you know, maybe they end up doing like a DQ or something to, to prolong the idea because they because they had specifically said um, if Riddle doesn't win, he never gets a shot again. And I thought, well, you know, with the story, of course, coming out um, from Fightful Select this past week that Randy Orton is actually going to be out for quite some time and the SummerSlam match isn't happening. Uh, and, of course, one of the things that they had said... Uh, and I just thought about the the end of uh, probably one of my favorite Simpsons episodes, um, where the the radioactive man episode, 
where they need to find a new Fallout boy, and they're like, "We have a perfectly good Fallout boy <laughs> right <laughs> here, <laughs> right." And then he ends up just picking himself. And um, I thought about that ending because that's what this felt like to me when Sean had made the report. They said, "You know, um, the plans for Orton are in jeopardy, but don't worry, we have a backup plan." <laughs> backup plan. Let's imagine you've done a million fucking times. Here's the thing: you promoted. The uh, WrestleMania match is the biggest match of all time, right? That's what that was promoted as going into it. Biggest WrestleMania match in history. And then the match, like, really wasn't any good. Uh, but at least it was over. Look, Roman <laughs> Roman beat Riddle last night. Cleans the sheet. Riddle just never gets a shot again. It's over. We're done. Roman gets on the mic and says... I beat everybody there is to beat. Which is so not true. He said, he said that uh, I said two years ago I was going to wreck everyone and leave. And I did that. I beat everybody. So I'm leaving. And then his music plays. And, of course, the thought anybody would have is, okay, somebody new is coming out. Somebody that Roman hasn't faced before has to be coming out here. Because when you make that statement, that's usually what that's supposed to mean. And then Brock's music hits. And I thought, well, they're in Minneapolis. So, like, are we just giving them a moment? Is that what we're doing here? Uh, and Brock makes his way down and F5's Roman. And then it's announced on social media that at SummerSlam it will be Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns in a last man standing match for the WWE Universal Undisputed Championship. We're here again. The best so. rematch of all time. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what they'll tag it as. But the best thing is... rematch of all time. <laughs> we did this. We did, did this it. at... Uh, what was that? Crown Jewel last year. This is the main event. Roman won. Then you planned on doing this at day one, and Roman got COVID. But was that always going to lead to WrestleMania anyway? So, it didn't happen at day one. Said you ended Big E's reign, and then, then you did it at WrestleMania again. Roman won clean. What claim does Brock even have to having this match? What there's so much wrong here, like, there was nothing done to get here other than Brock just showing up at F5 and Roman, they didn't do anything here. Yeah, remember remember a few weeks ago and I was holding that take in and I was saying, no, this was a mistake to put two, both titles on him. This reign has been trash for a while. And people tried to, tried to get mad at me. Hey, I just want to point out what they did. They put both titles on him on WrestleMania. This man has not defended those titles at a pay-per-view since then. And the next match is just Brock again. Again. They went from Brock at WrestleMania to the next big pay-per-view, Brock again. Brock again, yeah. Like, even if this is your thing, which, granted, like, I've liked maybe one Brock and Roman match, uh, but uh, if this is your thing, aren't you sick of it? Like, don't you want something else? You're still like, yo, this is enough. I've seen this eight times already. Even if you like it, eight times is a lot. But, you know, I don't, you know, I remember I said that about Cody and they were like, yeah, it's nice. 
They're practice. Want it, man. Be, all those matches before were practiced for this match right here at SummerSlam. So, yo, this this feels like um, every now and then, you know, your your parents would make that big meal. Like they'll make they'll make chili, like this huge pot of chili, and you'll end up eating it for weeks and weeks. And it's like, yo. <laughs> I'm hungry. It's chilly in there, Mama. I don't want no chili no more, man. Like you <laughs> have to make something else. I don't want no more Brock WWE. Put that shit back in the fridge. I don't want it. Stop. <laughs> what? Throw it out. There's no claim here. Like nothing. Like the way Brock came out, he lost clean. What is the? What is his claim to a rematch? What is he mad about? Brock, I mean, go but, after somebody else. Go do something else. Brock, you don't you want to wrestle anybody else? I mean, the, the right. obvious thing I feel like is here is I feel like Seth is going to win the Money in the Bank briefcase, and he's probably going to cash in at SummerSlam. They're just going to redo the heist of the century. But again, do something but, else. <laughs> but literally, like, a month later, they've already announced um, that Drew McIntyre's got the title shot at um, Clash of the Castle. So, like... I feel like Roman has to retain here. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, yeah, well, is that for both titles or is that for just the WWE oh, titles? See. Um, mm. Probably both. I mean, they have, they've only been acknowledging them. They just, they acknowledge it as one title. They just say yeah. undisputed WWE universal championship is what they say when it's all being defended. Um, which is weird now that we still, we, all, all the other split belts got merged, but the women's titles are still, don't don't merge the women's titles. Yes, don't, please don't. Well, don't you know, it's weird though because now those feel like half a title in a way because everything else got merged, and so it's like uh, we have everybody else who's a champion now feels like they get to dominate both brands. The tag cha- champions do, the world champion does, but the women's champion is restricted to a brand. And to me, that now I feel like you can't have both. It's either all or nothing to me. Otherwise, right. you make one feel like half a right. title. I think that's. I think it's a mistake to merge the titles. And I'm telling you right now, if we end this summer with Ronda Rousey holding both those titles, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. That's it. <laughs> um, nah, this is uh, whack. Oh, that's it. That's, so that's it. Like, even if you... you and I just... What what are we doing here? Do we really have nothing else? And the thing is, um, they went back you know, to exactly how they always they hit breaking case of emergency. Brock Lesnar pulled the fucking thing. He put the signal in there, and he came through just like they always do. They've been doing it for since 2012 now at this point. And the thing I, I've seen a lot of is, well, they didn't have anybody else, so this is where they had to go. But like two things: one, this is a fictional program. Make somebody else. Look, man, write I'm not it. saying I'm not it. saying I write liked it. it. I, as a matter of fact, it was probably one of the worst things they did. But this company on a couple of occasions literally took somebody from obscurity and put them in world title contention and made them world champion. The snap of a finger. JBL was literally like tagging with Farouk at WrestleMania. And then a month later was number one contender for the title. And then a month after that was champion. Easy. More recently. Jinder Mahal was doing nothing, <laughs> was doing absolutely nothing on the other brand. He was on Raw. You sent him to SmackDown and immediately made him champion. Don't tell me that 
this company doesn't just like when they feel like it pick somebody that they love and just put them in a world title picture they, and they have it in story there are three guys in story that should want a title shot he did not beat rollins at royal rumble he cheated he should have he should have a claim to another match Bobby should be mad. He did not lose the title at Elimination Chamber. He was taken out of the match. He was not beaten. Uh, didn't he just embarrass Shinsuke on TV? When did he get a title shot? <laughs> <laughs> yep, those are all facts. Mm -hmm. These are all things that happened. Yep. And you went back to Brock. Went right didn't back even fucking try. As long didn't as it isn't Goldberg. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, okay. I think, God. you know what? <laughs> This it's is, almost this on is the, the same lines, lining. though. At this point, this though, is though. this is along the same lines it's to me. It's almost on the same lines for these two, like the same, yeah. like right back to Brock Lesnar, like not even giving anybody else. I, and then they said, "I haven't beat anybody." And then here's a guy that I beat a bunch of times. I just can't, you guys. Leave it alone. This is crazy. Uh, the super chats. Hey, real quick, uh, earlier I was talking about my whole car situation and I misspoke. I was making a joke. But my friend Emily is the one that, like, really, she helped me out. I was at my friend Emily's house. She helped, she was there when I went outside. Like, she helped me through this whole everything going on. She, I said, one of my girlfriend's boyfriends as a joke, but really, like, she's somebody that's super important to me. She did a lot. She, like, helped me through this whole situation. So I want to give a big shout out to her because earlier I was just emotional. I was saying too much, but. Really, Emily helped me out. She, like, is one of the best people in my life. She helped me through this whole thing. Helped me not fucking drive off a bridge that day. or No, nah, that, that's extreme. What were you going to drive me. off the bridge with? She, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Helped me just kind of off the ledge. So shout out to Emily. I apologize for, you know, making me feel insignificant in any moment. So there it is. Let's continue the show. So, All so right. Jake says, Jeff Hardy is literally 44, not 24. We can't enable a grown-ass man. And I love Jeff, too. He's a major reason why I got into wrestling as a kid. We'll talk about that. Uh, that's coming up. That's one of the topics. It's a tough road, um, man. Uh, Ryan Ben 666 says, I mean, Bobby was right there. Love you, Reg. Right um, there. And, and don't tell me that there. he's on the other brand because no. Street Profits were on SmackDown that this week. It doesn't matter. We, they I know. told us that that doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, Matthew says, if Sasha goes to AEW, I can't wait for her to show Vince who the F she is and what the F she can do. Prove that be that you are the best women's wrestler. We're going to say it's a topic. <laughs> um, Omega Okada face off. Also, uh, we need a Prince MJ collab. Uh, was George Michael accepted in R&B culture? Him with Mary J. Blige, Whitney, Aretha was fire. Um, yeah, I'd say so. I there's I a few so there's a few people that um, same with like uh, Hall and Oates is another one that like gets accepted in uh, R&B culture and. Uh, of course, there's like, you know, there's, there's blue-eyed soul musicians like uh, Bobby Caldwell, things like that. Uh, but like, for the most part, yeah, I would say George Michael was making music that got accepted as uh, in the R&B genre, for Definitely. sure. Um, I mean, I could talk R&B all day if you want, but uh, <laughs> yeah. that's my genre. Except, actually, never mind. <laughs> what? What happened there? It's the name of an album. Just oh, came out. Yeah, honestly, oh, not never, the honestly never mind. Yeah. So, 
Uh, I haven't heard it, and I probably won't hear it. So uh, I don't hate it. It it it's Drake trying to do basic EDM music. Um, no, they said house. I mean, music, every so track sounds house music. Uh, it, it, listen, every listen. track sounds the same Chicago, though. And tell us about it. House listen. music. Everybody's like it's house music though. Listen, you have to like I, it I'm, I'm from Chicago. Music. I'm from a town where house music is taken seriously. That is not house music. Don't do that. <laughs> That's not house music. Um, yeah, uh, it's so I listened to it the first time. I listened to it twice. I listened to it the first time, and I went, "Okay, this is very much a a not for me album." And uh, granted, I like R and B Drake a lot. Uh, this is not R and B Drake. This is no. very much it's, um, it's dance music. That's what yeah. It is. It's, uh... But even still, they all kind of sound the same. Like the tracks all kind of go together, um, and mm, yeah, yeah. Um, I really like the first song on the album. Yeah, I was gonna say the first song. Um, the first song hits. Uh, the one after the good. second Massive track is good. Uh, the very last song on the album is probably the best song on the album. Uh, but it's like nothing else on the entire album. The one is with Twenty One Savage. Um, it's. Like nothing else on the rest of the album sounds nothing hey, like man, anything else. But that's all right, man. Because like if that song becomes album, bro. Like Lou if that is gonna hit the streets <laughs> next Saturday, well, next <laughs> next Friday. So, because to me, I'm like, look, if that Twenty One Savage track becomes a single, and and I have a feeling it will. Jimmy Cook gets that's the name of it. Yeah, uh, and it gets um, all the radio play, all of that. And then somebody goes and is like, all right, I'm going to go check out the rest of the album. And literally <laughs> nothing else on the album is like that track. Nothing else. Tough sell. I mean, um, I don't, like I said, I don't hate it. Um, there, are, there are songs on there I like. Uh, definitely not my favorite Drake album. Um, I feel like Joey could have went ahead and released his album. I don't know if he, he said the there was sample problems. I don't know. A little fishy, Joey, that all of a sudden you got sample problems and then a Drake album comes out that night. Yeah, <laughs> that is a little... Somebody was like, yo, Drake's about to drop, bro. Your shit's going to get flooded. All of a sudden, Joey Badass was like, I, I can't put this album out, man. I got right. sample issues. The day before, like, the day before, really? Yeah, yeah, I see it. <laughs> no, I see it. I see it. You don't want to drop on Drake drops. Yeah. Uh, Matthew says, literally, fight forever. Please no. Please no. <laughs> uh, Phantom says, some positivity this week. Shout out Willow getting booked on TJPW Summer Sun Princess. Show's looking real fire. I fully agree. Like, every announcement that comes out for that show. We've got a car sheet is going to be on that show as well. Um, it's looking like it's going to be a great show. Mm-hmm. And um, big shout out to Willow. Um, cause yes, sounds oh, really? like that was a dream of hers to go to Japan. Uh, man, Joshi wrestling is up right now. I mean, stardom is is hotter than it's ever been. I think. Uh, you've got the She Won tournament just started this week. If you guys don't know, you can watch Pro Wrestling Eve She Won tournament on YouTube today and tomorrow. There are four shows. Uh, man, it's a good time to be a Joshi fan. Great time. Uh, Jake says, "Nah, f the fridge. Put that Brock versus Roman PS down the garbage disposal for real. Put put it put it put it in the trash. <laughs> Hit the big button on them. Yeah, it's, it's done. But and it's not even denying that the, like nobody's saying that they're not stars. Nobody's saying that these aren't the biggest names in pro wrestling. But man, we've seen it. We have seen it. We we've seen it enough. It's enough. And it's weird that matches between part timers." 
can be run this much. Mm-hmm. Where like we don't even see these guys every week, and the main event of SummerSlam is two guys who aren't there. Yeah, that's the thing that I keep thinking for for most of this. The thing that made uh, Roman versus Brock compelling a few years ago is Roman was right about Brock that he was always gone and he wanted to be a champion that's there. Roman is essentially Brock now. Right. <laughs> He's yeah. turned yeah, into I exactly mean, what he hated. I mean, so the thing about Roman is I, uh, there's... I, I, I believe what I heard was that there's... Uh, and I don't have, I'm not really the one to give all the details, but I know that a lot of what his time off right now surrounds is time he was owed. And Ooh. so it was like, in order to make his contract line up, because otherwise they'd like run out his dates, um, they have to make up for it by basically giving him the summer off. But that it's not going to be like a full on part time schedule the way it's coming off right now. No. Well, not okay. now, because everybody's hurt. Yeah, <laughs> right. uh, but that they've got to like give him his dates, like the, essentially they got to give him the time off to make sure that they get the maximum amount of time out of his contract. Uh, let's see, Jake says honestly, never mind. Also, should be the title of the next premium live event. It's, it's going to be the name of an indie show. It's like- I, I'll say this: premium live event is actually kind of sticking with me. Um, oh, look at this! He likes it now. It's it's not so bad. And I will also give WWE credit in the fact that uh, I've talked to people who watch the PLEs and don't watch the weekly television. And part of it is because, look, Peacock's got 13 million subscribers. So they are now almost in a reverse position. Like they keep it the, one of the things they brag about. They, they did it with Hell in a Cell. They're like, Hell in a Cell was the most watched Hell in a Cell. WrestleMania is the most watched WrestleMania. Well, of course they are because... WWE Network at its height had 1.5 million subscribers. Um, pay-per-view was never going to do that much. But on the other hand, now you're on a platform with no extra charge doing these shows in front of potentially 13 million people. Of course, every pay-per-view, uh, pay-per-view every premium live event is going to be the most watched one. Right. Um, like They're going to say this is the most watched Money in the Bank. It's going to be the most watched SummerSlam. Each one, each year, is going to be the most watched because... Yeah. All of a sudden now, these you're almost at a point where um, yeah, I know people who have Peacock and no cable. Um, it just makes sense for a lot of people because uh, especially if you're a Comcast subscriber for Internet, you might get Peacock either at a discount or even for free. I get Peacock. Uh, yeah, I get Peacock free. So um, just with my Internet. So there's a lot of potential to get people my dad will watch these premium live events just because he likes peacock the best that's his service of choice and when he's scrolling and he's like oh there's a live wwe event right now i'll just watch it right so uh you know shout out to them that was a a great partnership even if the uh it's not exactly my favorite partnership just because of the way it's all organized um and guys i'm a software developer i can fix that i have uh, there are I have ideas on exactly how you could fix the WWE layout without hurting any of the other shows. Because obviously, the reason it's set up that way is because the shows are all structured by season. WWE doesn't work by season, but you don't have to do that if it's organized the way I think it's organized. Uh, Talk to me. 
I'm not yes. going to put it out there because pay me. But uh, but <laughs> so there are <laughs> but there are ways. Um, let's see. Chris Sayago uh, says WWE is too chicken shit to make anybody else over because complacency is their thing now. Um, I mean that's why the scripts get torn up every week. That it's uh, a lot of times it's not a case of uh, you know let's do something wacky. It's a lot. A lot of times it is. Okay, this is doing too much. Nah, uh, let's yeah. make sure. Let, let's bring this back. Vince is fresh off the investigation. Is putting pants <laughs> in the sheet. <laughs> uh, Eloquent says, uh, "Peace, y'all. Just wanted to show some love. Hope you're back on your feet with the whip, Reg." Appreciate it, Eloquent. Shout out to you, man. Showed a lot of support as always. Get that yes. new Eloquent, Eloquent project. Eloquent.bandcamp.com. You can get that. Uh, Rayo says every Drake song has really sounded the same over the last five years. Uh, saw Twitter say Drake is closer to five Doja Cat. Uh, saw Twitter say Drake is closer to Doja Cat than he is to Kendrick, and I'm I mean, not, I'm not gonna deny it. I don't know about five years. That's kind of crazy. Uh, uh, I no, like- I mean, think about this. Hotline Bling came out seven years ago, so like, uh, I feel yeah, like since long? then. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but songs off of uh, Scorpion don't sound like Hotline Bling. Like I feel like right. people are kind of exaggerating. But like I feel like the Drake singles have really all kind of blended together. Like um, oh, have they though? I think so, they have. Honestly, so, so we're gonna say we're gonna say Night for What sounded like uh, what was the last big single off the last album? Um, Too sexy? No, those songs do not sound the same. I feel like Drake because the thing about Drake features those. Because he'll tend to try to to do a lot of what the feature artist does. I'm talking about straight up Drake songs. Because like obviously, um, uh, way too sexy had uh, other people on that cut, and I feel like and I hate it way too sexy. By the way, but <laughs> if, but again, I can't I can't let y'all get that off that that like I said that that sounded like anything off Scorpion. No, it didn't. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Um, Let's see. Jake says, thanks to Stokely, Willow will now be Wilma to me. Hey, Stokely has been cooking these last few weeks. I am so happy. That that one minute he got in that promo with Willow, um, just the amount of lines he drops. He drops little shit in there, the all due disrespect. Like, he's so great. The uh, bro said he gonna, they taken the TNT champion, TBS championship to the, to the BET Awards. Awards. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> They, no one has ever mentioned the BET Awards on AEW programming, and like you get him for two weeks, and he's already talking about BET. This is amazing. I love it. it was the, I I love Stokely. Slap. He's oh, so great. My oh my god, my god. Chris, like <laughs> <laughs> this side of upside his head. Yo, somebody. Um, I can't remember who it was, but somebody said that Rampage feels like uh, wrestling on UPN. And it kind of does because yeah. I mean, even like the Keith Lee and the Swerve uh, segment was great. Yeah, it was great. I like that a lot. Yeah, that was dope. Seeds are being planted. Planted. Yeah. Um. Let's see. We got uh, Ryan Ben says anyone check on Stokely after that savage slap? Honestly, the Jade, the Jade segments for the last long time have been black like so black like yeah i can't i'm like i can't even remember <laughs> like it's been a minute like is that what the b in the tbs championship is i'm saying it's lit, <laughs> yeah. uh, 
that slap of Stokely on the back of the head was the slow mo <laughs> of it was even oh, better. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Shout out TDE gifts on that one. Um, the uh, Jake says, "All right, now, Will, you know damn well nothing premium about WWE." Look, man, look, I, I, I'm just saying it's 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 working. It, it is working. I feel like. Peacock is is working. working PLE sounds like a performance enhancing drug. I mean, but no, seriously, yeah. Yeah. but I mean, they're not pay per views. You're not paying for the event, and so they did need to come up with something else. Uh, yeah. And it works. It's fine. Um, see, Tenruza says I need Beyonce to give a classic '90s 2000s vibe with her Part One Renaissance. Uh, favorite '90s R and B. Artists slash groups. Who should I check out? I still love MJ. Oh, I would love to talk about this. All right, I am a big One Twelve guy. Um, and uh, but then also, uh, you said artists slash groups. Okay. Uh, oh, there's um, there's one really obscure artist uh, who just got inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame uh, this past week. Her name is uh, Mariah Carey. Um, so, <laughs> obscure. <laughs> obscure, he says. Uh, so, I mean, she's uh, the goat. But then also, um, I don't know. You could Not go Mary with Mary J. Janet. Yeah, of course. You could go with Mary J. Janet. The, oh. Those are always great answers. Janet. It has such an evolutionary sound because, like, it's weird to me to think about, like, what if I hear "All for You," I'm always like, "Oh, that's recent, Janet." But then that song is 21 years old, so then, uh, uh, but but that is still a very different Janet sound than uh, mid 90s Janet, than 80s Janet. Um, you know, uh, same with Whitney. Whitney had uh, just a great evolutionary sound, but also Tamia. I'm a really big Tamia fan, um, and uh who else god uh i mean 90s male groups um do you remember that who sang that one song damn it um it's gonna drive me nuts uh it's an r&b group it could be silk it could be jagged edge it could be mint condition it could be uh, profile all right do you remember uh the you're nothing but you liar a cheater (laughs) a deceiver heartbreaker back in my life so i'm taking (laughs) The house, yeah. the car, uh, the crib, and the dogs. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> profile. Profile reference. Yeah. Profile. <laughs> was dope. And look, man, and uh, I mentioned a few weeks ago in our interview with uh, with Powerhouse Hobbs. Look, man, Joe. Joe was great. Like, uh, I think all the things your man won't do is like the perfect Dirty Mackin song. Um, this. Look, man, uh, I could do a whole podcast on 90s and 2000s R&B. It's all yeah. the best. Um, I've it. heard the Beyonce album is going to be like dance music as well. And I've, I've heard people say, like, that's the reason Drake tried to rush his album out first, because it's going to have a similar sound. And mm-hmm. that's going to be interesting if that's true. Super interesting. <laughs> Drake's uh, like, let me get on it first. Yeah, no, Beyonce's <laughs> going to be better, dude. It, it's oh, absolutely and, gonna be better. And uh, D'Lo brought up SWV, it, SWV seven hundred two, like all of those groups TLC. from that time period. TLC, of course. TLC, yeah. um, Total, um, Black, uh, mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Those were uh, this is just such a great time. The Cheetah Girls. <laughs> the Cheetah Girls. Yeah. Uh, what what was that? Uh, what That's was the a little group, bit further uh, out. <laughs> I'm, I'm going through our super obscure one out there. What was that group? Uh, Cleopatra. There you go. Since yeah. you want to Cleopatra coming at you. Yeah. That was. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Showing my age a little bit on that one. Yeah, yep. I, that. Nah, I remember that too. Man, great times. Man. Great ass times. Uh, yep. The, the uh, let's see. Um, Jake said when Chris Satlander slapped him in the back of the head, I was literally Chris wheezing. Mm-hmm. Oh, Chris Highlander. I didn't even notice that. He did say Chris <laughs> Highlander. Uh, and, and yeah, that was another Stokelyism. All right, so the number four story um, has has to be approached with a question mark because we haven't got anything confirmed, uh, but uh, some fairly reputable people have stated that they are aware of the release. Sasha Banks, what's going on? Okay. So, we'll start with what we know. We know that Raj Giri uh, reported, um, he had kind of been hinting at it all day on Wednesday that Sasha Banks was released. He finally, uh, and Sean Rossap, he had talked to the fact, uh, he had talked to him earlier in the day um, and talked about the fact that uh, he became aware of the fact that she's been released. Um, and the thing we did know, kind of for a while, uh, we had talked about it on this show, but uh, it's kind of been talked about across kind of all the wrestling media circles. We've all been kind of aware of the fact that Sasha's lawyers were working on getting her out of her contract. Uh, and whether or not that's been attained, we don't know. However, um, WrestleVotes who haven't really broken any stories in a while. Um, they've mostly been confirming stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they were good at breaking stuff for a long time. They uh, were breaking stuff constantly. <laughs> and then uh, pretty much this last year, WrestleVotes has really been uh, just kind of confirming what people put out. Uh, but they said that they've also heard the same thing that Raj Giri heard, uh, that Sasha's out. And as of this moment, we still have no actual confirmation of that. Um, And uh, one of the things that uh, Fightful has been very good about is, as a matter of fact, Fightful, for anybody who has a knock against what Fightful does, what Sean Ross Sapp does, the one thing that Fightful does over everybody else, releases. Nobody's breaking releases but Fightful. It has literally been, um, like, I heard about Swerve's release from Fightful. Um, and that I had to then reach out to him, like, dude, I just heard. Uh, but that's how I heard. Fightful's broken all of the release news. For anybody who wants to be like, uh, you know, who, who wants to try to be that competitor, break that information. If you don't have that information, that's like some of the most important information in all of pro wrestling, regardless of uh anything else going on one of the most important pieces of information is who's working where anything else is basically you know the injuries i'd say are part are about the second most important thing but more than anything else it is contract information 
mm-hmm. most important information in pro wrestling. And nobody's broken any more of it than than Fightful, and that's just a fact. And uh, so back to the topic at hand, Sasha Banks. As far as Fightful is concerned, there's been no actual confirmation. If you ask, uh, there's been a lot of asking around. I've asked people. Sean's asked people. Um, I uh, The people I know in WWE are basically like, uh, they're not denying because nobody's expecting her back um, is is what I've the the feeling I've gotten out of people. But uh, and and Sean asks some high ups who aren't denying. Nobody's denying anything. But as far as we know right now, uh, it's still up in the air. As far as she's still listed on the roster. Uh her assets were removed a while ago. She's not on the WWE signature opening. That was a while ago. She was removed and she's not in any of the intros or theme songs, things like that. So like, that's kind of a hard, that's usually a good indicator. Mm-hmm. And the fact that right now you can't use it as an indicator because she was already removed with the suspension, but Sasha may be done. Uh, that's the, the talk of the town right now. Let's fucking go, baby. Um, This has been a long time coming. Ever since that moment at WrestleMania with her and Bailey, where people threw her under bus, dragged her name, dragged both of their names, made them out to be these crazy people. Um, It's been kind of writing on the wall, I feel, for Sasha Banks. Every time she's came back, they've not really given her what she deserves. So she hasn't gotten what she deserved in a lot of years. And here it's come to a forefront. It's uh, it, it's time. Sasha Banks is needs to be somewhere else. If she's going to go to Hollywood, if she's going to do whatever, she has to be out of this system because it's just not working out for her, as we can all see. So um, this is great, I feel. Like, I think <laughs> at the most important is thing is because this it feels like this is what she wants. And you don't want anybody to just be locked in a contract for money or whatever dumb reasons you want them to be there because they want to be there they want to do their job they want to be excited about working at a place so i feel yeah. happy for sasha banks honestly so to your point that it this is what she wants because the story is that her uh legal team is working to get her out of her contract mm-hmm. um, um that's what uh andrews arian said i think on mm-hmm. uh matt men and nobody's confirmed that yet either but you know, it also was on the Observer, so it kind of feels like where there's smoke, there's fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and when we were in Vegas, we heard that from a number of people as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. That that's what's going on. Uh, we heard that uh, weeks ago that that's what they were working on, mm-hmm. um, and uh, that is, you know, it's one of those things where if you aren't happy working, then yeah, you shouldn't be under contract to anybody um if you don't want to be there i don't want to i don't want i mean that's not to say you shouldn't be you signed the contract but i'll say that uh if anybody who is unhappy and i mean that in the regards of mjf i mean that um anybody who's out there doing something they don't want to do you know i i wrestling is at its best when people are happy doing what they do you can because you can see that i feel like happiness in pro wrestling is infectious right and 
I don't know. I I don't want to see anybody doing anything they don't want to do. And so as far as she's concerned, uh, I definitely, this is somebody who very clearly like loves pro wrestling, has a love for it. Um, You know, they, I hadn't seen it at the time, but when I went back after Phil mentioned it, um, you know, they took the digs at her with the, the stake lines through, um, uh, through Baron Corbin. For some reason, my brain wanted to say Constable Corbin, and I'm like, no, that was like ten nicknames ago. Uh, but Constable, <laughs> um, it sounds like they're going back to down bad Corbin the way it looked this week. Which yeah, uh, it sounds like they're doing the McAfee feud. So that's uh, well, down bad Corbin would make sense if he's coming back to Vegas. That's true. That's where he had his shame yeah, last time. Right. So, what do you think about this whole situation, though? How does it feel as you know? We're all huge Sasha Banks fans. We're all, yeah. we all love everything. How does it feel? How does it feel? You know, if she wants to do something that makes her happy, I'm all for it. Like, if she's not yeah. happy in the WWE and she wants to pursue other things, whether it's Hollywood or AEW or going to Japan, you know, I'm all for it. But mm-hmm. my question is, where does this leave Naomi at? We really haven't heard anything. Is she trying to get out of her contract? Like, I really wonder about Naomi a lot because she's mm-hmm. been in the WWE for a long duration of time. And, you know, now her partner's leaving. Is she going to jump ship too and just kind of leave and figure things out? Or is she going to stay with the WWE? Uh, if I recall, she didn't have much time left on her contract anyway. So she may not even need the, the out the way Sasha does. Um, and so she could just be biding time at this point. Um, yeah. I don't know, but that's a good question. It it does sound like she's gonna wait till her contract expires. That's what it mm-hmm. looks like to me. Um, and I do think that it's kind of sad that everybody is like all eyes on Sasha. And I mean, that's just kind of to the point that Sasha is just who Sasha is. Like she's mm-hmm. a star. Um, but it does kind of suck that people are just not paying attention to what's going on at Na- to Naomi at all. Um, I, I do want to say though that. Uh... We've talked about, and I've talked about it on the show, uh, Sasha stands. Yeah. <laughs> Man, um, this is like a, uh, you know, when like the, the idea of, uh, I don't want to call them bots, but that's really what it feels like. Where like they've suddenly gotten programming that does not compute. Um, this is what's happening. And like, I feel like brains are very much breaking right now of like, uh the Sasha's gone what do you mean no you can't no she she has to be in WWE forever that's not how yeah. this works yeah. right like no we spent all of our time trashing literally any promotion that's not WWE trashing anybody that is Sasha adjacent um you know we we come after Kiara we've come after Jade we've come after anybody and wait you mean to tell me there's potential she could be working with these people right yeah they can't they, they can't um, understand it it does sound wild um yeah, Sasha being in the same company as Kiara would be very interesting. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I'm not I sure. Think what to he's make gonna of that. come in as the top dog. I mean, to be fair though, like O P D O G, bro. Um, we have uh, seen for a long time in, as particularly in AEW, there are a lot of cases of people who have to work together who. I mean, we would have never seen working huge, together. Huge, huge, glaring example. The biggest example of all, uh, Philadelphia, or how I say Philadelphia, Chicago made Punk and yes. Hulk Cabana. Hulk Cabana. Like, mm-hmm. So yeah, they went but, to court. 
<laughs> everybody doesn't have to get along. I don't think right. it's one of those things where, oh man, she's not gonna go there because people she does that she may or may not get along with work there. Uh, that, I don't think that that has any real bearing on it. It just is very interesting to think about. Uh, I don't know, man. It was a lot of really interesting talking points as soon as uh, Raj mm-hmm. put that tweet up. You know, of course, people did what they always do. Oh, well, she's not going to go there. She's going to go here. Or maybe she'll go to Impact. And it's like, no, guys, she's not going to Impact. Reg's no. tweet had me <laughs> dying. I was... <laughs> but let's be real, though. You know what I mean? Like, Reg, yeah. you yeah. said they don't have enough money to text Sasha Banks. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. I'm Impact Reg, too. I'm sorry, Impact. I had to. You guys. Yo, and and, hey, man. That's not not a complete knock at Impact. They got pay per view this weekend. Uh, Slam anniversary is this weekend. Watch Slam anniversary. 20 years of Impact. Mm -hmm. I can't believe that. 20 years. That's That's crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the 20th year anniversary. So watch that show. I think it's tonight or it's tomorrow. This is awful. I should know this, but it's been a lot. I'm sorry. Yeah, and so Impact Wrestling's happening this weekend. It's going to be a great show. Right. You're saying Dixie just... Carter's going to be there as well. Ooh, yeah. he's back in the building. <laughs> but no, it, I just when you see people that are like, "Oh man, I hope she goes to Impact." Like, you you're not going to see somebody like Sasha with the name recognition she has, and everything she's going doing outside the company going to impact like that is that's a step backwards like she's not oh, going to do that. that that'd just be like oh well she's going to start doing indie dates no she's not she's no not going to start doing like it, yeah it, she's going to go where she can be afforded and that's um the, the, the big bucks at <laughs> yeah yeah and she's, that, she's that's gonna just get the bag for sure that's how it's going to go and uh you, you don't necessarily have to like it, but that's how it's all about to work. But you gotta love it. Shout out to Booker <laughs> T. Booker T said some things that I agreed with recently, and I was like, well, look at Booker T. I'm not mad at him. Nah, he, he said some wild stuff. But, he, yeah, I he's mean, been wild this week. Also on top of it. But, you know, he said a couple of things. I'm like, all right, I'm not mad at it. it, it he always also, said that. I'll agree with him every now and then, but sometimes I'm like, Book, what you doing? I do want to break a little something though, by the way, on this show. Uh, and this is one of those things you can hold you can hold me to. Uh because every time somebody Yeah, I know, right? So every time somebody calls out WWE for um uh fake crowd reactions, um there's people who are like, You don't know that. There's it's not really fake. Look, okay. I'm going to expose you to a text exchange I had back in July. Uh, This is when WWE first went back on the road, because I do have a friend who, at the time, worked in production. He's still in WWE. He's not on that team anymore. Um, But I texted because I heard it, and I was like, that didn't sound like a real crowd reaction. That sounded like the Thunderdome sounds. And so I said, uh, quote, and I have the text exchange. Um, This is... Yes, uh, I said, <laughs> were my ears deceiving me or were some of the sounds piped in last night? He responded, 100% LOL. Um, I then said, I thought so, because uh, I'm seeing people questioning it on social media and insisting it wasn't, but I know it when I hear it. And he said, 
Well, the difference now is that we're also playing it in the building so everyone can hear it, including the talent. I don't know if it's permanent, but it's there. That was back in July, and everything sounds the same since then. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, really, it's the abrupt changes that, that make it really um, sound like... Like, it all sounds like a hairdryer, right? Like, it just sounds like somebody just, like, turned on a hairdryer and turned <laughs> the ball... Uh, and just turned it up, like... Uh, from time, like th- there was the the Ronda Rousey promo, she's cutting the promo, and all of a sudden, in a time where nobody would actually pop, there's just like this giant pop in the middle of her sentence, or like uh, that time where um, Lashley was in the ring with Omos, and then uh, the crowd just like pops, but you can very much see nobody reacting. Um, well, no, they're very much the, doing the this. I don't. Return, which, there's there's yeah. <laughs> there's no question i don't understand why there's so much like debate over whether or not they're like oh are they really doing it they absolutely are 100 percent. there's zero you, doubt about that like, um, like i tweeted doing sweetening it sweetening the crowd and and piping in crowd noise for a guy that's in the middle of an investigation is nasty they absolutely like <laughs> the is thing nasty. is you could just listen for it like I, I, that's not to say that people aren't reacting at all Obviously, they are, but they are feeding it into the arena in order to get the crowd to do it, to do it along. It's like, okay, we, we want booze here, so let's play the sound of booze. Like, and, and they're doing it across the board. Like, Roman's not getting booed that much. Roman's actually getting cheered a lot of the time. And they're like changing the reactions for Roman to make sure that he's, which is funny because that's the opposite of what they would have done before. Right. Um, or like, hey, five years ago, you didn't want the booze for Roman, uh, but now uh, you need to make sure that you're getting it. Like they're they're trying to get the intended reaction across the board, um, and that, that's what they're doing. Like it's it's this isn't one of those like, uh, oh, you just don't like WWE kind of things. No, I like people in WWE, and I know people in WWE that very much I want to see success for, including this particular friend, uh, and so it's. Um, what else can you say other than I, this is? I, I do think that it's worth addressing because I think people are going to do what they always do. And I've seen it in the chat already. Uh, AEW's women's division is bad, so why would she go there? Um, I do think there are benefits to her going to AEW. Um, now, you can you could lob whatever fair criticisms you have of their, their women's division or their treatment of their women, but there are absolutely benefits of going there. Um, people that are like, she should go to the Japan. I'm sorry. Going to Japan is not a long-term thing. That's kind of like mm-hmm. a vanity project for her where right. she may be able to go and do some tour dates with Japan, but she's not going to go and sign with a Joshi promotion. Right. She's going to stay in the U.S. And the company that would allow her to do that is AEW. Um, the company that works a shorter schedule that would allow her to do stuff in Hollywood, AEW. Um, and also the place where she would make the biggest impact, she would have bring the most star power, AEW. So... There are benefits for her, for her to go there. Um, if you just don't like AEW, that's cool. But there are reasons why she would want it to go there. And she would also be, I think, the biggest contributor to oh, oh. that division. Um, I think that um, I've said the, div- uh, the two things that have helped out AEW more than anything else on the men's side were uh, really three particular signings. One... Chris Jericho, his star power and longevity brought legitimacy to the promotion and to the world title. The women's division hasn't had a signing like that. Um, 
John Moxley was the next one. John Moxley being a current star, one of the biggest current stars in the business, had a massive following, um, had, I mean, people loved Dean Ambrose to the point of where turning him heel flopped and they turned him right back face. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, that's how over he was. And so having him also brought a ton of legitimacy. I feel the women's division hasn't had that kind of signing. And CM Punk. Um, CM Punk coming back after seven years, being one of the biggest stars in pro wrestling history and coming back after seven years selling out the United Center. That was a game changer. Mm -hmm. The women's division doesn't have a CM Punk. But I do feel that Sasha is their biggest equivalent to at least John Moxley Mm -hmm. being a big current star with a big following that has crossover appeal. The biggest equivalent in wrestling to that is Sasha Banks er, in women's I, wrestling. Did they have any like women's wrestlers that have like main evented a giant show? Like that's no one's main evented no. a giant show like Sasha has. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she just fills different boxes than everyone else does because right. she's, she was yeah. over there at the big show. Honestly, I feel like Sasha is at the moment bringing her in would be a bigger start than bringing Moxley in when she, when they brought in Moxley because I feel like she has more she has more crossover appeal. I feel like she is a bigger recognizable name mm-hmm. outside of wrestling circles than Moxley. I think at this very moment, I agree I think, because Moxley doesn't want to. At yeah. this moment, I, so I guess I, I I'm comparing it to in 2019 is Sasha Banks in 2022 where John Moxley was in 2019, um, and I don't know how. I, I I would say at best they're comparable, and that's where I would put it is that they're uh, they're they are very very comparable. I, I do think they're comparable too, and I do think that he actually laid the groundwork for what a post WWE career can look like for her because he essentially did the same thing. He went there and he went and did the Japan dates, and he started doing indie dates, but he still was an AEW guy. Um, so even if she just wants to go there and sign and also do other things, like she can do that. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what she does, uh, but I know that I don't think this is it for her at all. And yeah, I think sure. that, especially if she's got a chip on her shoulder, um, where else can you exercise that chip on your shoulder? Like, uh, I, who knows what she ends up doing? But I think the idea that she's done with pro wrestling, I don't think that's the no. case. Not yeah, not somebody like Sasha. Not either. somebody who loves it as much as she did. Um, I don't see that. I, I do think this is a good place to end her WWE career, though. Like, I do think there are, they didn't give her some of the opportunities that they should have. And I do think that um, when they had her a champion, they didn't push her nearly as hard as they should have. Um, but when you look at her resume with WWE, she's done it all, man. Like, she's done, done it all. She's done way more than most women with that company. Like, it's a good place to leave it if she wants to. I, I have like to say, her. like, you know, her winning at WrestleMania, that was one big thing that a lot of the fans wanted. And for her to finally do that, and now, you know, she may be leaving, she may not be. If she is, I feel like that is the perfect moment for her. That she finally got that WrestleMania win before she actually left the company. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it is crazy that um, somebody pointed out that her last one-on-one match on a pay-per-view or a premium live event 
was the match with Naomi, at, or not Naomi, at, with um, Bianca at WrestleMania. Really? That's that she hasn't had another one-on-one match on pay-per-view oh, since that's then. right because they were supposed to have the rematch of SummerSlam. SummerSlam yeah. didn't happen. Yeah. She did have the three-way uh, at um, Crown Jewel, which was really good. It was yeah, it was very good. good. That's honestly, for my money, a, it's at least top five for all three of them um, as far as their matches are concerned. Maybe even top three of all three of their careers. Um, that's one of the best ones they've all had. Uh, let's see. Bry Harper says, definitely hope Sasha shows up at AEW. Um, let's see. Ten Ruza says, lads, not going to lie, a couple red wines in now. If Sean says it's more <laughs> it's more likely now. It's your influence low. It is. Uh, <laughs> uh, hope people ask for releases if it's easier to be granted. Um, I'm a 26-year-old... Uh, Aussie white guy, hence why I seek your guidance in R and B. Love you. Hey, we're happy to help. Yeah. Um, <laughs> why did I think of mind. that scene from Atlanta of Sarsgard um, dancing to Ashanti? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately thought of that. Um, shout out Atlanta this season, by the way. Uh, great, season. great season. Very great season. I've been basically. It's between that and. Um, and Stranger Things. Uh, Wait, so for... you're caught up now? I am almost caught up. I just finished Stranger Things, and then uh, so then it was Atlanta. I, I have yeah. So I just finished Stranger Things, so then I jumped over to uh, Atlanta, and now trying to get caught up there. I'm also I haven't started Obi Wan at all either. There's TV for me that I I like the TV to be a little bit deeper in before because I'm a binge watcher. So it's like yes, just it. give me. I feel like there are certain scenes from this season of Atlanta that I'm going to reference constantly now. Um, and I'm just, I've been just waiting for you guys to watch it. So I'm not sitting here referencing, <laughs> referencing it by myself <laughs> and like looking like, Oh no, yeah, I didn't get that. No. Right. Yeah. I probably should finish that. I was traumatized by the first couple episodes. I'm still recovering. <laughs> uh, yes, I agree. Uh, so Jake says, Oh, you bet your ass middle-aged white males cheered. I mean, that's not to say that there weren't cheers. Uh, I'm not saying that. I'm no, just saying absolutely. But they definitely there's, there's sweetening. Um, Tim says, Sasha was trying to build the WWE women's tag division. The idea that she'd refuse AEW's division because it's not fully formed seems off base. Yeah. Um, where? What happened to that tournament, by the way? Uh, WWE, are you I mean, going to book a tag mm-mm. tournament? Hold them we knew that. We absolutely knew that was going to happen. Um, oh, yeah, and people have been talking to. about the... People have been talking about the name. What does she end up with? Uh, CBD's nut says, just hook Mercedes Banks is all elite right into my veins. Mercedes Banks is the one, I think. But I'm going to hand you a freebie. This is a shot at WWE, but she needs to take it. Okay, so she can't use the boss anymore, right? So what name do you use? She needs to call herself The Professional. (laughs) Especially after everybody else called her unprofessional. A... <laughs> She's like, no, I'm not unprofessional. I'm the professional. Mm, okay, I like it. <laughs> I think if she were walking around calling herself the professional Mercedes Banks, that's a freebie if you want it. 
Mercedes Banks. I like it. <laughs> but you I gotta like run. That. Yeah. You, you gotta run with the professional. That to me is the one I would like trademark yesterday. If the, the professional sounds <laughs> like one of those like '90s Ben Affleck uh, movies where he's like, a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I started thinking of the DJ Clue mixtapes. Yeah, but professional. either way, either way, I would, Ooh, I would capital. I would absolutely capitalize on being called unprofessional, and that—that—that's that, the one for me. It's your coin, Sasha. Yeah. Uh, and okay, so we got a couple more uh, Humper chats. Let's see what we got here. Um, let's see. Shout out, dude says uh happy saturday hell of a lineup here four of my favorite people in the game glad to see low getting the shine she deserves of course low <laughs> happy cool. 17th will cheers 17 jesus look when i met my wife who i've been with for 13 years uh i did straight up say to her i was um She's like, so what do you do for fun? I remember we were at a party, and I was like, uh, we talked about a lot of things I do, and I was like, and also I podcast. I've been doing that for four years, and she goes, four years? That's a really long time, and like just to... <laughs> you're like seventeen years, and I'm yeah. like seventeen. Jesus, That's crazy. Um, Anwar says, uh, glad Reg got his flowers. Chef Curry is now top ten all time and climbing uh, MK ladder style. <laughs> uh, y'all be good. Man, the greatest Warriors player of all time. I'm, I'm go, prepared baby. to say it. He, he changed he is. the game. His statue will be in front of that building real soon. Yep. Hey, and also, uh, shout out to Steve Kerr for getting him uh, another Nine ring. What was rings. that? That that percentage stat drove me insane. I couldn't believe that. 33%, uh, I think. Yeah, he's been in 33% of all NBA finals. That what? Is legend, <laughs> Chicago that's insane. Legend. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Like, when you really think about it between the Bulls, like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. He's, the, he's the only guy off that Bulls team that won four championships straight because he went yep. to San Antonio after the three-peat. Mm-hmm. Um, Storm and Norm says... Uh, Storm and Norm. You, <laughs> he says, uh, happy Juneteenth, happy Pride Month. Shout out to Grapsity. Boys to Men and Joe to See was my mood setter in the 90s to now. Joe to See. We've been getting our black music month off yeah. this episode. I uh, know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? And it's so funny. Um, my favorite Casey and JoJo song is honestly a song that you wouldn't think because it's like the opposite of all things Casey and JoJo. But does anybody remember the song Don't Rush? It was literally, the, it was the second single off the album that had um, All My Life. Uh, and it just cracks me up because the song is literally about not having sex. And, <laughs> and, and like, literally, like, it's like the opposite of Netflix and chill. Like, uh, there's, there's the one line in the song. He's like, all I want to do is watch a little bit of TV. And like... <laughs> And it's like, chill. The next line is, I just want to chill. Stop rubbing on my leg. Like, that's... (laughs) Don't rush. Take love slowly. That's Um, that's honestly one of my favorite songs. Uh, But anyway, we got... uh, D-Lo says, um, even if they have Rollins win money in the bank and cash in like WrestleMania 31, that would make it somewhat redeem itself, which ain't a lot of redeeming, and that's a long-ass stretch. It, it is, but let me tell you, buddy, 
the homie Rollins wins that title, boy. Oh, we summer, will. Buddy. It's yeah. Uh, it, it, it's it's uh, uh, man. By the way, shout out to New York Post, uh, spreading the agenda. <laughs> that I saw Rollins it. Agenda, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. That Phil Lindsay and Rollins agenda. It's out there. Yes. Uh, Storm and Norm yes. also. <laughs> uh, Storm and Norms also says, uh, "I'm outside DC, 200 miles from North Carolina. Uh, as a commander's SMH, uh, I've been stuck with a problematic, egotistical, and inept owner since the Monday Night Wars. Fire Dan Snyder. Uh, and fire Vince. Viva Grapsity. Thank you, Storm and Norm. Uh, and." Okay, let's talk Jeff Hardy, um, because this is a problematic one. So Jeff Hardy, of course, uh, was arrested this past Monday uh, for DUI in Florida. Um, he was four times over the legal limit. This was uh, right before the announcement. I mean, this was... There was an upcoming ladder match that was supposed to happen this past Wednesday. It still did happen. It was going to be a three-way, but the Hardys were no longer able to be in that match um, due to Jeff Hardy's arrest. Uh, And AEW put out a statement on Tuesday that Jeff Hardy was, uh, he will be suspended indefinitely, um, and he will only be allowed to return upon completion of a rehabilitation program. Um. And now there's talk going back, looking back at Double or Nothing, um, of how rough of shape Jeff was in at the time. People talked about WrestleMania weekend. Um, so Jeff Hardy, again, continues to... Well, we, so we talked about Jeff earlier this year. Mm-hmm. It's hard to believe that was still this year when Jeff was released by WWE. Uh, and so, of course, the, the comparisons are falling on... Um, should he have taken the, the rehab at the time? I don't know. I don't know what the case with Jeff is. Jeff has definitely screwed up royally uh, a lot over the years. It seems like the, the vices seems to get the best of him. It was through the 2000s. Um, there was a lot of drug dealing. Uh, not dealing drugs, dealing with drugs, is what I mean. Um, yeah, that's about to say. And uh, now it very much seems to be alcohol with him. Um, this is the third DUI for him in the last decade, uh, which in a lot of states is a felony. Shit. So... Uh, Jeff, man, you know, Matt Hardy did a podcast that if you haven't listened to it, you have to, um, he really talks about, um, he, he really gets very serious about everything and he talks about how embarrassed Jeff feels and all of that. Um, Jeff was actually, he had just said a few days ago, uh, that, you know, his best and worst, his best friend and worst enemy is is has been whiskey um and then of course that's exactly what he had been drinking um there's a video out that is very hard to watch yeah i can't watch watch any police videos nah um it was the same thing with the the jimmy uso one as well when that came out uh yeah they're hard they're hard to watch i did watch both um they are hard to watch 
And look, man, DUIs are uh, a, no joke. Um, what, in an age where ride sharing is so accessible. Like, it's one thing if you lived in a city that didn't have much for public transportation, doesn't have, like, really the infrastructure for it. But, like, ride sharing has become so huge now that there's really no excuses anymore. Especially in the morning, too. Like, there's no, like, it wasn't like it was the middle of the night. Like, this is like the sun is out. So, Mm -hmm. like, right. It was 1230, I think. Yeah. Like, you can get an Uber at 1230. Yeah. um, Yeah. It's. It's sad. It's sad because, you know, addiction is a real issue for people. And Mm -hmm. the thing I really don't like about what's going on is people are making his personal issues into a, oh, well, see, WWE would have treated him better. Don't Uh, turn this into an AEW versus WWE uh, thing. That has nothing to do with his personal issues. Um, Especially when, at the end of the day, they've uh, both kind of handled them the same way. Like, he was suspended and... uh, now, I know there were people who were like, they, they didn't act fast enough. And like, uh, I was told straight up by AEW uh, when I tweeted that, when I had said that uh, I had heard that was straight from AEW, um, that they weren't going to say anything to media. Because uh, that's another thing for people who are kind of writing the media for not um, digging up on Jeff Hardy. I know I did. That was first thing I did was uh, reached out for a comment on Jeff Hardy um, for what was going on. And then the response I got was that. Uh, there's going to be Yo. some uh, hold on, that. Hold on, hold on. What? So gentle, bro. You gotta relax, dude. Get out of our get out of our chat, being goofy, bro. Like. <laughs> I closed yeah. the chat. Yeah, I, I'm not looking at the chat. So, but yeah, quit being goofy. Yeah, uh, we're done with that. So, um, yeah. As far as Jeff Hardy's concerned, uh, yeah, it's it's a case of. He's had a lot of chances in pro wrestling, a lot of them. Um, oddly enough, he's only ever been released twice, right? Because mm-hmm. um, a lot of people, because yeah, it was 2003 he was released, which wasn't for um, uh, any wellness violations or anything along those lines. Um, but he was released in 03. He left on his own in 09. I think people tend to associate that time period with him being given the boot he his contract expired and he left uh in 2009 and then he was arrested like right after so people kind of conflate the two but in reality that's how that all actually unfolded um and then he of course went to impact he had uh the big infamous match with sting that went very poorly uh and then he went back to WWE in 2017. He had the big solo run. He did get suspended in 2017. Um, or not in 2017. I don't remember what year that was. He got suspended. But he was suspended in that run. Um, and then he was released earlier this year. And now he's in AEW. And the, I guess the, the question, um, and it's interesting that over my 17 years, I've covered a lot of Jeff Hardy. Um, the question is, how much of a chance would you be willing to give Jeff Hardy again? Um, and my answer to that is, it's tough, right? Like, I am not the type of person to write anybody off 
permanently, but also how many chances can you give somebody? Um, you know, like Sunny, she's written off completely, right? Like mm-hmm. fuck Sunny, but also it was fuck Sunny before she killed anybody because right. of uh, she's also had some very uh, yeah, she sucks, and she's had some very shitty views. And I've been on like the fuck Sunny train, and not literally for a long time. Um, and yeah. so, <laughs> so, uh, but as far as Jeff's concerned, I don't know. I don't know what the the future is as far as that's concerned. Um, but it it really sucks that we're here again. And we continue to have this conversation about Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, sad. Yeah. Nobody's condoning what he's doing. And I, I think, if anything, because I've seen, and, you know, whether homeboys in our chat doing it, I've just seen a lot of people going, people are ena- enabling him. And I don't, I just don't think that that's fair. Mm-hmm. I, I especially don't think that's fair to lie to somebody like Matt. That's his brother. Like, I think Matt owns what's best for him. I don't think he would have brought him to AEW. Um, if he didn't just legitimately think that he and Jeff could have a final run as a tag team. One of the things, and I do want to point this out, because uh, I, I think I saw what Matt saw, which is, uh, and this is just my speculation, um, but Jeff Hardy had only ever been employed by WWE one time in his entire career where Matt Hardy wasn't also there. And that was this most recent run. Every other time that Jeff has been present in WWE, Matt Hardy was also around. And I think there was a case of maybe a feeling of like, you know, he just needs me there and uh, and we can get through this kind of thing. And uh, that that's how I would feel anyway. Right. And like, if you listen to Matt this past week, he definitely feels like, um, he let a lot of people down. Uh, not just Jeff. Matt feels like he let people down. That they really wanted to see what they could do in this second, uh, in this final Hardy Boys run. Yeah. So, I think it's been interesting to see how Rebby Hardy has been handling things because she's been very public on TikTok with the different Jeff Hardy TikToks or Jeff Top Jeff Hardy topic. TikToks that she's done and she's received a lot of heat. We know that she likes to talk out and she's very vocal with stuff, but I wasn't expecting her to be vocal about this. I mean, look, she is Rebby Hardy for better or worse is one of the most vocal people in pro wrestling. She is never and, and she's going to make her jokes and that's what she said. She she put out that first one um the the uh tiger king one and then she did the uh she did the follow-up when somebody had called her an enabler and she basically went off on them uh i mean you know she had the receipts too to to talk about enabling she she was like no you're not going to tell me that because we did everything we could but at the end of the day he's a grown man and he's going to do what he's going to do yeah and what are you going to say to that I think the important thing she said was you guys just don't know. Like, you right. don't know. This is his personal business. You're not with this guy 24-7. Nobody can be with him 24-7. You just don't know. Um, stop yeah. commenting on things that you don't know. And that's the, the that's it at the end of the day, is that, uh, look, man, I watch pro wrestling, um, and, uh, and I have friends in the business, but for the most part, I just really want to watch this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I am... 
I don't know. It's 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 tough because I know that there's the conversation of did wrestling media enable Jeff Hardy? In what sense that we want to watch pro wrestling and watch mm-hmm. and if Jeff Hardy's on it, we we want to see it. That we got excited for announcements involving Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Sorry, I mean, I knocked over my phone. But uh, <laughs> I mean, look and I look when we talked about it earlier this year, I was the first to say, look, I I would be excited to see him and Matt have another run as a tag team. And that's Mm -hmm. just as a fan of them together. Um, But of course I want him to be healthy. I I want him to be in a good place as well. Like I'm not saying, you know, wrestle for us and entertain us at the expense of your own personal life. No, that's never what I want. Um, I mean, I'll say this. I watch all of this under the assumption. Maybe I shouldn't assume this, but I'm going to because it's the best for my psyche. I watch all of pro wrestling under the assumption that everybody is doing it under the uh, best circumstances possible. Mm -hmm. Um, And that if that turns out to not be the case, I'm usually disappointed. But um, I try to watch under the assumption that, like even with Cody last week, we talked about Cody. And I was not uh, one of the people who was like, hey, he shouldn't be wrestling injured because I was under the assumption and it turned out to be the correct one that he probably got doctor's advice and didn't mm-hmm. wasn't going against any medical advice wow. i always work under the assumption that everybody's doing this to the best of their ability with uh and has done their due diligence and if something slips through the cracks that's not necessarily a systemic issue as much as it's um it falls more on the individual. And that's how I felt with Jeff Hardy. At the end of the day, it was like, okay, Jeff Hardy let a, lot, a whole lot of people down. This is where we're at now. Yeah. I mean, it just is. It's a very unfortunate situation. Um, yeah. It is what it is. I, I just think that people are being a little bit unfair to Matt. And I think it just stems from people that really believe that he and Jeff scammed their way out of his out of his WWE contract, which is mm-hmm. just not true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just not true. Uh, I just, but again, I just feel like this dumb tribalism thing is is melting wrestling fans' brains and getting them to get on on Twitter or wherever else and just just go and say really unnecessary stuff. Man, it just mm-hmm. doesn't matter. This isn't a this isn't a matter of AEW versus WWE. Right, not in this case. And then comparing the Jimmy Uso thing is just sick, dude. Don't yeah, do that. comparing comparing people that have addiction is just gross. That's Don't do that, please. Mm-hmm. Give us uh, some party. Yep, that's that's the thing I hope for more than anything is I just want everybody to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the let's read some super chats. Uh, I am La Lucha says, man, Donnell Jones, Sunshine Anderson, that blue Cantrell, Sean Paul joint. Hey, breathe. Um, that's one of my favorites. Uh, honestly, it holds up better than the Dr. Dre track it sampled. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the R&B rides like SWV and Wu-Tang? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Wu-Tang, that's a, how, uh, that's a high school mixtape. Um and let's see what else we got. Van Twin Blade says, oh, we talking sports ball? Fuck Stan Kroenke. Um, look, he owns the Nuggets. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, and 
Let's see. All right. Randy Orton's injured and is going to be out. We thought uh, a lot of people were under the assumption um, when this story started to come out that we thought his injury was a work. He was just taking the summer off. Uh, and no, Randy Orton's actually going to be out a while. Uh, and that we may not see him till next year. That legitimately scares me. Um, well, first of all, you know, hopefully he uh, comes back better. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully, yes. you know, this isn't a real serious injury before I get into anything. But that scares me because I don't want them to be tempted to have Randy win, win the Rumble. I, it's please, uh, please don't yeah. But, I mean, it, it's got to go to Cody now. Look, Randy's already yeah, won two. Keep uh, that record. The, the record of three Rumbles needs to stay with Austin. Um, and, uh, no, this is Cody's to win. It's just certain things like Roman um, staring into the camera and, and taunting Randy during the match and um, Riddle constantly doing the homages to Randy that didn't really everything felt like Everything felt like it was building to him coming out like last right. night. And so, yeah. <laughs> this, this feels like it's building for a big, to a big return for Randy to challenge Roman at some point. And I'm like, please, please don't do that with the Roman, with the Rumble match. Please don't do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess there's not a whole lot to say about that uh, other than Randy Orton. Yeah, get well soon. You know. Yeah, get well, Randy. I'm but like, but it, injuries are crazy. This is a crazy injury time right now. That all of a sudden CM Punk is hurt, Kenny Omega's hurt, Randy Orton's hurt, Cody Rhodes is hurt, and uh, and Jeff Hardy's out now. Um, just left and right. Shit is just going There's nuts. Mystery around Brian Danielson. Like, mystery around him? Brian Danielson. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then also, I, I don't know. Adam Cole is hurt. Adam, Cole. Adam yeah. Cole's hurt. Uh, I don't know if anybody noticed, but uh, I have been really just playing sleuth and uh, and trying to pay attention to the AEW posters because. Uh, you know, they, they put these posters out for every event. It has all the wrestlers on them. Um, and it's usually advertised talent for that event. And I keep staring at them, each one, like, who gets removed from this one? Who gets removed from this one? And the one that really has me scratching my head is the one for Rochester July 6th. Because they removed two wrestlers from it. Jeff Hardy and Samoa Joe have both been removed from that poster. I have both. Uh, I'll tweet them both, but um, the uh, but like Brian's still on it. Um, Adam Cole is still on it. But twisted, twisted metal deal that doesn't have anything to do with Samoa Joe, does it? I don't I know. Think it's probably not going to stop him from working, right? That'd be weird. Yeah, I, they I, they pulled Jeff and Joe from that poster though, and I, so I did think about Brian when they announced the the multi man match with the. Basically, all of Mox's kids yeah. with mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> with Eddie Kingston against uh, Jericho and Suzuki. They talked um, up the uh, Zack Saber match on Rampage, so yeah, mm -hmm. they're still teasing that match. So I was like, "Is Brian gonna be on this card?" Or mm -hmm. I don't know, because it, it seems like they're still teasing that match and taking him out of that multi man match leads me to believe he might still be on the card. So, right. Well, I, I do wonder more than anything what's going to happen with uh, Blood and Guts, right? Because, um, you know, it was set to be five on five. 
they did introduce a sixth member over into the Jericho Appreciation Society and Sammy Guevara. And I'm wondering if that was done to move Daniel Garcia over to the other side. Hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, because they'd be short a member. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, um, I don't know. Uh, I would definitely like to see Garcia and... Uh, I think uh, he makes more sense over there anyway. But Definitely, yeah. He does, and Sammy makes more sense with JAS. Yeah. Um, Although, like I said on Day After Dynamite, it's inner circle now like there's like it's it's basically turning back in inner circle Um, yeah it's it's kind of losing the steam of what it had uh boy did i hate that segment uh when jericho came out and interrupted uh my god so like i thought moxley was fire in that segment moxley is still the best in the world moxley came out doing what he does best he is to me the number one guy in pro wrestling today. Man, Tanahashi was out there dripping. He had the yeah. he had the fit. He had the shoes. He he didn't need to say anything. He looked great. Um, I was into the segment. And yeah, I was into Jewish it. Kid, and I was like, yeah. no, no. Yeah, and and <laughs> Jericho having to insert so much into that segment. Oh. He's like, okay, I need to announce the new Jericho Appreciation Society Society members. I also need to announce that I'm working with uh, Suzuki Goon, and then I'm also going to announce what I'm doing at Forbidden Door, and I need to try and do it in a way where it comes off as a part of this segment. It was a mess. I didn't like any of way that. Way too much going on. So way too much. That, that segment was terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... The final story (laughs) of the day. All right. Are you ready? So. (laughs) (laughs) Not one bit. This was the craziest fucking story to come out of pro wrestling in the entire time I've been covering it. I mean, okay. I take that back because I I was podcasting when Benoit happened. Yeah. That podcast exists, by the way. It's out there. Um, that said. But since then. This yeah. is insanity. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was revealed by the Wall Street Journal that uh, WWE and Vince McMahon are under investigations for uh, payments being made. Uh, to a former WWE employee uh, for affairs that were had between McMahon and the employee, um, allegedly. And the uh, and there's a lot of allegations going around here now. Uh, the, the article talks about uh, allegations of what went on between McMahon and John Laurinaitis uh, in terms of uh, the women they had dealt with. Try to be very careful about my wording here. Uh, And uh, the payments being made, the NDAs having been signed. Um, The article states that McMahon did, um, he has been making these payments out of his own money, as he should be. But there's also the question of uh, that the one particular employee um, received what was upwards of, they said, a 100% raise. Um, 
like just doubled their salary around the time that this all started happening. So, uh, and there are strict policy violations against that uh, in the company. The end result here was that Vince McMahon, uh, while the investigation is going on, has taken a step back as company CEO and Stephanie McMahon back in the fold. She is now interim CEO. Um, and she didn't even have to win a tournament or battle royal to do so. Mm-hmm. Straight but that's baby. <laughs> uh, she is interim CEO. That's made headlines everywhere. It was all over CNN. It was all over all the news networks. Everybody was talking about this, ignoring the fact that Vince uh, remains in charge of creative. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he announced he was going to be on SmackDown this week. And this already felt like read the room like disgusting this felt like this is not the time for especially because when they announced it it said mr mcmahon and i thought oh fuck mm-hmm. um we know what mr mcmahon means uh but he didn't do anything he comes out gets the adulation from the fans uh they cut to people in the crowd cheering loving their vents bowing down um read the room Bro. yeah well i mean if he read that room He's getting cheered in it. Yeah, if he read that room, he's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he just felt like the Wolf of Wall Street scene of him mm-hmm. coming in and saying, I ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, nah, this, exactly this ain't it, bro. Yeah. And uh, I did see the... Uh... Uh, so, for those who uh, have been following me for some time prior to Grapsity, um, you know, last year uh, and every year prior, I've done the, uh, the, the, the year-end awards. And... Um, Last year, I gave Worst Talker to Vince McMahon. Um, and part of the reason is because he's basically, like, unintelligible now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that when he speaks, it's just, I was like, And so, <laughs> and sure enough, that's what this promo was, right? That he gets out there and he's like, just on over next signature. It's then, now, forever, most importantly, together. Enjoy SmackDown, and it throws yeah, the mic in like. Say anything? That yeah, was nothing. Yo, right, it gave us together, absolutely nothing. That together mm-hmm. was like I was like uh, together. Um, I don't know if I'm in this. Me? Movie. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, we are not together for this. We're jumping off this boat right here. No, Good, no buddy. way. Like no. Uh, holy shit! You. Like who the... thought this was a good idea? Thank like, you. I mean, I just it was am bad. lost. Look, and there's a lot of stuff going around right now. I was told some shit off the record, uh, but there's uh, everybody's wondering. Like there's as as we are back there. there, There's a lot of uh, (laughs) there's the idea of I've talked to people who straight up said it's Vince. He's going to survive this. This is what he does. Um, and then there are people who are like, no, I think this is the one. I think this is different time period. I don't know how he publicly survives this one. This ain't 1992, you guys. It's way different out in these streets now. It's way different times, way yeah, different everything. I, I don't, I of course don't want to speculate, but you know, the article basically told us that, you know, the woman wasn't the only one so that mm-hmm. leads me to believe that there are probably more out there that we don't know about there's probably tons of other skeletons in his closet everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too 
like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. That he's gotten away with for years. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. My um, my instinct right away is to say it's Vince. He's gonna get away with this, but I don't know, man. Who you just never know. I don't know at all. I mean, gonna be you still got, you still got Joe Francis in, in in Mexico hanging out, so you just never know. Uh, rich white people seem to get away with things I'm all the time. It <laughs> it's very nasty out there, though. Um, on all parts, Vince McMahon, John Laurinaitis, the people commenting on it, everybody's mm-hmm. being nasty. This is just a gross space to kind of exist in. People, again, kind of like the Jeff Hardy thing, just commenting on something they don't really know anything about, like just mm-hmm. making their own assumptions, making things up, and it's just nasty, you guys. Just like, it does not have to be like this. And there's so, there's there's real victims out here. I think we, we always try to preach this like, mental health and all these things, victims, and but there's real victims here that uh, that have to deal with these consequences of what's happening right now. And there's investigations and all kinds of stuff. It's way deeper than just like Twitter. We just, this is one of those things we just have to let play out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the short term, the interim looks crazy. crazy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I mean, I know that there's probably safeguards in place, but man, if I were acting CEO, and it's like just for a minute, and there's uh, an acting chairman because obviously WWE's had other CEOs. Linda McMahon was CEO at one point. Mm-hmm. If I were acting chairman and acting uh, CEO, I would make all the changes possible right I'm now. Saying. I'm like, hey, Kevin Dunn, you're out. Wow. Um, yeah. John Lord is out. Like, out, 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 out. out. To where, hey, the, even if Vince returns, like, right, it would take forever to undo all of these changes I got to make in in these in this month that I've taken control of everything. This story is uh, gonna be. There's a lot more to come. There's the a fact lot more. that it was on CNN, yeah, I feel like yeah. it has extended towards what we usually think of wrestling news as. Now it's, it's mainstream. Yeah. It's mainstream. Yeah. mainstream. I was shocked that CNN went with the clips they went with, like of just Vince McMahon being outrageous, because like knowing me and knowing yeah. what I know about pro wrestling, I would have gone for every piece of footage with like every diva Vince has ever had, for and sure. that's what I would have run through yeah. the. 
entire thing because like all that stuff exists on the network just like right. go grab it um and then i would sprinkle in a little bit of keep it up my nigga. um just in there uh <laughs> just like sprinkle all that shit in. just put it all in <laughs> Vincent a durag, like all that shit. I would have just made this the the most. The Vince doing the Jr. impersonation. I would have uh, just made this, yeah, <laughs> the worst <laughs> video compilation you could possibly make of somebody. Right. But that's me. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a it was a strange few days. And and capping it off with the. Uh, him coming out on Friday night and doing that was just like, uh, this is uh, like, are you the sure bad about scene this? all around. <laughs> when I saw uh, that announcement, I thought of that Cardi B meme that where she's like, what was the reason? Like, yeah, what was the reason of having the him reason? there? What was the reason? I don't, I, like, okay, go out there. You only get one minute. Say what you need to say. And like, I'm so confused. I'm still super confused about this whole thing, like, he thought that was the way to deal with this this story. You thought that was the way to deal with it. I am confused. Mm, so. Yeah, it, it was a bad look. That was that was yeah. definitely not the way to respond to this uh, controversy. I mean, this is uh, like he—he's of the Trump class, and he is. Uh, that's why you know. Uh, that's why Jake Tapper was straight up like, "Of course he is," because uh, when they were like, "He's going to be on SmackDown tonight," because when stuff like that comes out, you know, the the Donald Trump way of going about things is show your face, show your face, get out in front of it, and uh, get your supporters loud. Um, and I feel like that's what this felt like to me. Of. Um, how can I have any problems when I have all this adulation? Right. Yeah. Uh, this did, and I, I think McAfee mentioned it on his podcast too. This did remind me a little bit of the McAfee interview that I saw. And when he was saying, yeah, you know, I've been divorced. And like the way that that's kind of floated under the radar. Oh, he didn't say I've been divorced. He said my wife at the time. Uh, well, yeah, my wife at the time. And so, yeah. yeah, the way that that's kind of floated under the radar that we haven't really seen him and Linda together in Lord knows how long and like nobody had really realized their marital status is like in question. Mm -hmm. That's kind of crazy. I mean, the thing is, like, as far as Vince having affairs and shit like that, we've known. Um, yeah. And we've known yeah. that uh, like Stephanie McMahon put that out there years ago um, where she talked very candidly about the fact that like that was something she just had to come to grips with. Um, and that's uh, and I'm talking like 20 years ago. Uh, she said all that, and I don't think she was talking in character at the time. Yeah, uh, I mean, that she was did have to sit through stuff like him just like busting slobs with Sable, like <laughs> right, right next to Linda's, like right in front of his mom, Ew. yeah, right in front of her mom, yeah, uh -huh. Trish, yeah. So, Whew. what a week in pro wrestling! <laughs> we need a Bad break next week. We need a break. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, we do need a break. I get one because, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time, we weren't sure who was going to be the first to miss. I won't be on Grab City next week because I'll be traveling to Chicago and I'll be missing the show. Uh, and so shout out SP3, who is going to be filling in for me next week. Um, but that doesn't mean there won't be more Grab City content this coming week because 
This week, it's been long awaited. We've talked about it all the squared away. This week, we will be um, releasing our long awaited interview. People have been asking, where was Red Velvet last week? On, uh, where was she last night on Rampage? She wasn't with the baddies. I don't know the answer to that. But we know she'll be on Grap City this coming week. So, therefore, stir it up, uh, stir it up, stir it up. we will get stir, some baby. answers. We'll get to stir it up with the one and only Red Velvet. Uh, she will be here talking with us. She's going to be sitting right where Lo is sitting right we'll now. With all these black women on our show. We're, we're killing it out. <laughs> there you go. We're doing good. <laughs> and uh, Lo, speaking of which, uh, any parting words that you want to give to the Grapsity faithful? Thank you guys for having me. It has been amazing talking to you. Um, you can find Wrestling Wind Down wherever you listen to your podcast. And we are on Twitter and Instagram at WWDCAST. It's right in the corner over there. But thank you guys. Thank you for being here, Lo. We, we wanted to do this for a while, and we appreciate you being here. Thank you. Um, and again, next Saturday I won't be here, but uh, that's okay. Because he'll next be, he'll, he'll be in the mecca of professional wrestling <laughs> with your boy, um, getting ready to see wrestling at the United Center, the house that Jordan built. Listen, Chicago's up next week. I'm going to be going crazy out here. Be prepared for it. Um, sorry. Uh, Chicago, man. This is... Japan, sorry. You, uh, might, might not want to tune in that week. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's read the last of the supers and humpas. We got uh, Van Twin Blade says, speaking of Tanahashi, sir, your booba, they big. Um, <laughs> you got nah, the big man. chest. Tana, Tana was like, nah, I'm going to get this flex off. I, I got mm-hmm. the drip off. I showed you the hair. Let me yep. get the shirt off and show, show the women why I'm here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and also... Hamlet423 says, there's a terrible joke out there about Vince and Johnny loving tag teams but not tag team wrestling. See no evil. It's a great movie, May 19th. I don't know if it was great, but that was, uh, it existed. Um, And so... Yes, thank you for being here on this edition of Grapsity. Uh, thank you to everybody with the Super Chats and the Humper Chats. This was, uh, no matter what, crazy week in pro wrestling, crazy week in our lives, but a uh, just a fun time yeah, all we're, together. We're here together. Fun time we're, we're not together with that other guy, but you guys are here together. We're glad you showed up. I'm even glad that the hater came in here and gave us his money. Hey, if you want to come in our chat and talk trash and still give us money, I ain't yeah, gonna show you. You can hate and <laughs> drop a couple coins before you hate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, thanks for being here. We'll see you next time. Have a great day. Peace. <laughs>